Howdy! Welcome to the Lunch Table Podcast, where me and a bunch of my friends get together to bullshit about life and a bunch of other ridiculous things. This week, I have a feeling we're going to bullshit about a little bit of partying we did over the weekend. Partying! Partying! So, let me introduce, we have a very special guest, so let me introduce uh, everybody around the table. First, our special guest, a man oh, we met in college, who now lives on the submarine. Yeah, for the most part, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So now we used to live with you, and then we, and now you just ran away. I didn't go that far. I just went over to Seattle, you know. It's You're in the bottom of the sea. Oh, yeah, well, that's true. I mean, you can talk to me in Guam sometimes. It's just an 18-hour time difference, you know. Yeah, that's not a that's not a big fucking Hey, you know what? Wi-Fi doesn't work a whole lot, you know. <laughs> a thousand feet below the ocean. It, it just doesn't work. You spend a lot of time in a dick-shaped vessel in the depths with semen. Although, yeah. Nuclear semen. Nu- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're, they're nuclear semen, but they're also, you know, stacked three high, you know, wall, shoulder to shoulder. Right. Showers, let me tell you about the showers. Oh, that's the place where no one cares if they drop the semen. Somebody's got to clean the bulkhead. The only yeah. problem is that, you know, you don't have the water running the whole time, so it's just a dry shower, you know. Right. There's nothing worse than, than having a very sensual shower, but dry. Right, very, a lot of friction is never good. Yeah, not yeah. good for an engine, not good for sex. <laughs> Anyways, that's Josh. I own about three Bitcoins. Hefner! Four bitcoins. Oh, oh why, why are you giving my financial information out here? No one needs to know that. Seven. <laughs> how many? How many of the coins of bit is there? Well, you know what? It, the crazy thing about that is, if you think about it, I've really just lost out thousands of dollars, well, hundreds of thousands of dollars. For yeah. You used to trade hundreds at a time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that. Like we were talking about that it used to be your side. Well, we'll get into this later. But you've always been great at making fucking cash, bro. Well, I mean, I made. Cash doing all jobs, you know, whatever you're good at, and I love computers for the longest time, and you know. Right. Yeah. Well, let's introduce the other fuck around the table. He's my right hand man. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. He's my right. Ouch. He's my right hand man, Mr. Google himself, the guy who's here with me at every podcast. Drew, I was the last to start, but first to finish. Oddsonizer. That's me. We'll get into that one. We'll get into that one. I figured you'd be proud of that one. (laughs) And as always, it's time to introduce your host with the most. Men's bathroom stalls is numbers. Oh, okay. So my number is on the stall. Yeah. Well, you know it's because I like to sign my name. Call for a good time. Oh, uh, it's more of like call for a mediocre time. Right? <laughs> oh! <laughs> oh, oh, oh. oh I mean, wait, no. wait, 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 wait! Oh, oh, ouch! <laughs> ouch, my lukewarm love. Why? You, you're mad that I'm saying you're rich and you come in here saying my dick game is weak. Well, I'm not rich. <laughs> in fact, I did last year. I can fuck a man just as good as any other dude. <laughs> well, why are you airing out his finances? <laughs> well, no, no, no. Oh my gosh. <laughs> no, we're, ta- we're talking early. You don't go to clubs anymore because, like, at over 30, you just you can't get into fights anymore. You're right? in jail. Right. You know, so I was just saying, like, man, you got that mediocre love store going on there. I got to do. violent as you used to be. No, I'm not here right <laughs> I'm like the sad Wolverine. Yeah. I'm like the old Logan. Exactly. You can't beat up strippers anymore. You <laughs> I can't beat up strippers. <laughs> <laughs> That's me, the guy who beats up strippers. Carl Jones! 
Phil, we're gonna have to redact that. Oh, we will. Man. We will. I never hit one stripper. Well, I, I, if I hit their button, we'll get into it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, All right. Let's get into it. Who's rushing us? Howdy. Welcome to the lunch table. Uh, well, that was a fun introduction. So I guess a good way to start this off is Josh is an old fucking college buddy like everyone else we kind of bring on here. With a special twist. With a little special twist. That's right, because he's also a seaman, a nuclear seaman. And another twist. And he's Jerry's brother. He's Jerry's brother. Oh, yeah, that's the best man himself. Yes, and we all just had a bachelor party and a wedding. That was a crazy, what, 36 hours? Or Dude, that was just... Oh, where no one knew anything? We yeah, absolutely. Riding. We have the best man, the backup best man, in case the best man couldn't be there, and then the guy he forgot to invite. Ooh. <laughs> and then got my name wrong. <laughs> oh, my bad. The host's name is actually Charles Jones. <laughs> yeah, the guy who basically... Hey, you, you were one of the three people that helped with the bachelor party. <laughs> And we get your name wrong. <laughs> oh man, she she felt so embarrassed, and I was like, "It's okay." I just wanted to make sure I wasn't stealing someone's seat. Well, I mean, there was like ninety three guests there. I'm, I'm sure she got like confused at some point. Oh, yeah. All the letters are in it. They just gave you extra. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's why I said she was technically right. Wait, was your invite the was your invite clear? Was it Charles Jones or? Char- no, just Jerry said. Oh, he never got an invite. Yeah. What? I specifically Dude, had Hankel to tell Jerry invite like me two to days. Two oh days. Oh my god. Yeah, Hanko didn't invite me to his wedding. I called him out on it. He's like, "Well, everyone was invited," and I was like, "Bro, I do a podcast. I have TikToks. <laughs> oh I gosh. do Instagram." I was like, "There's thousands of ways to get a hold of me. You know what I'm doing." Yeah, and if you wanted the wedding on social media, you're the hookup. You right. Know? Exactly. Yeah, and I, I, I was like, way. I was like. And you still didn't get a hold of me, so you could say everybody was invited, but if you're not gonna let uh, me know, <laughs> oh man. Come to think of it, you would be, you could cross off like four different jobs for a wedding planner. Like you are a wedding planner's wet dream. He's the fucking plug. He, he's got he's got audio equipment. He could bring the stripper. Oh, check, check, let's check. not forget Mixmaster CJ over here. Probably run the the dance floor pretty good oh, too. I, yeah, I do. That is fun. I do like DJing a little bit. Yeah, I do. Yeah, we're having a great time. Like, also probably good do good for uh, photography. I don't know if you got like any camera setups or anything. No, no. Actually, all the photography I've ever done has just been off my phone. Well, I mean, like you record the show off the phone. It, right. it, it looks pretty good. Pretty well, dude, forward. most most of these photographers are switching to these phones because they do so well. Now, for the longer shots, you do need a better lens. But. Right, but you're also spending thousands of dollars on these things. You know, Why not just spend $1,000 on a phone? Or less, because you can just get that with a phone, and then you can upload it straight right. to whatever backup you have. You don't have to worry about losing it, and you throw it around and get insurance on it. Or right. a sweet GoPro. Absolutely, you yeah. Know, or a drone. Because my one buddy, when he got married, uh, when I was in his party, they filmed it, and the guy who was the photographer, doing also, he was also a videographer, he filmed the whole thing with a drone and shit, and dude, it was so sweet. It like flew across Pittsburgh, came up on the top of the church, and spun down with them like kissing in front of the church, oh, and then wow. following oh, them shit. down into the yeah, yeah. down into the like. Then it like opened the door down into the lane that came up to them like saying "I do" again. It's sweet how he edited it. Dude. Well, I mean, like drone technology has gotten a 
fantastic too. I mean, you can get those drones for a couple hundred bucks. They're expensive, but you can yeah. do all kinds of stuff right. with them. Yeah, and they fly it's, for hours. Well, dude, and like, okay, if you so, wreck it or run it into something, and then then you're crying as you see it drop. Yeah, no, no, have, no, because if it's your business, that's huge tax rights off, and then insurance. So you're sitting there writing that off as a tax expense for your business, and then you go ahead and buy another drone. I would be curious if that's a thing. Is drone insurance a thing? Probably. Yeah, I think so. Well, I mean, there's also like... Even they had insurance for my car charger when yeah, I just but bought it. Is it. Do you want a three-year fucking warranty? Is it popular enough that it has its own special name, drone insurance, or is it just covered under personal liability? Well, I mean, a lot of businesses also, you know, have, have insurance on like cranes and crane operations, right? But right. there's not crane insurance, right? You just have the insurance for the overall equipment. Well, so, what if what if you like fuck up and tilt the crane and take out like a whole building? Is that covered under insurance? No. I so, mean, here's the thing. The, the, the amount of personal liability entirely depends on how much insurance you buy, right? So, I mean, just like car insurance, you know, what liability things do you want in the contract you have with the insurance company? Yeah. I'm sure like, you could write up a contract for pretty much anything. You could probably insure your dick for half a million dollars, you know? Yeah, well, uh, oh, yeah. Stacy Keebler or somebody, one of those stars had her legs insured. Well, I think Kim K has her, her ass insured. Well, actually, yeah. she didn't have her legs insured. Whatever advertisement company she was working for in, insur- had insurance on her legs. Yeah. Well, I know certain hand models have, like, hand insurance. Oh, yeah. I mean, also surgeons have those. But uh, I know, like, there was just a case where a lady slept with a man in a car, got HIV. Hmm. She didn't know that he had HIV. She ended up suing. She ended up suing Geico, his car insurance, and then won. And her appeal was, like, two days ago, and she won the appeal again. She so won it, the appeal just because she had sex with him in his car? Is that well, the, no. Yeah. Yeah. Because the sex was in the car, she sued the car insurance for her health insurance or well, her health bills. Ladies and gentlemen, you heard it first here on the lunch table. If you're going to have sex, have sex in a car. That yeah, insured. Covered. Yeah, you are insured. Full coverage. <laughs> well, actually, that brings another point. Tesla's cameras, man. Do you think that like helps on any cases? Do you think there's ever been a sexual assault case that's ever been stopped by a Tesla? Well, dude, that's, do, that's... do you have access to that though? What's that? Can you witness your own cameras in your own car? Like, can you play back that footage? I have to believe so. I mean, it's recording twenty four seven. Dude, there's also like intrusion mode and whatever. Yeah. Or... Well, you know how like people always like to have a mirror above their bed, like mm-hmm. some dirty, nasty. I've once seen American Psycho. Motherfucking <laughs> dill hole, mom humping. People like bed uh, mirror above their bed. Yeah, well, dude, it helps you know what moves you're doing. <laughs> but you can get like. Wait, are you saying you have a med uh, a beer mirror above your bed? No, I want to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just use the same mounts as your sex swing, you know. Right, right. <laughs> but where I was going with this, if Tesla has like eight cameras in the car, man, you get eight different fucking angles of you going to town. Yeah, all insured. <laughs> all, all insured angles. <laughs> you rip your butthole, you're good, dude. Yeah. Isn't that the reason you're getting so much Tesla stock right now? Right. Well, no, dude. I don't actually buy stock. Oh, oh. So yesterday you were t- talking that up. Oh, no. Well, I just yeah. From everything I read and hear, like the little stock things that I watch, because I, all, like it interests me, but I just don't buy into it because well, I really don't like the idea of stocks. So you don't invest in anything. No. No. Nothing. So, so, do you, at least in commodities, do you have, like, a collection or anything? Yeah, I mean, 
I, I guess, like, not really. My personal wealth is, like, nothing, I guess. His collection well, is all stuck to each other underneath his bed. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. Well, like, money-wise, I've always, like, I've lived, I don't want much. So I don't really have bills. You know what I mean? No, I'm not I'm saying, very like... minimalist, so, like, I do well, and I have money saved up. Really, I blow a lot of it on this shit now. But, uh, I don't know, man. Money's never been a motivator for me. We don't consider this an investment. This? Yeah. This is, in my mind, I look at this as this is an investment, right? I mean, yeah, I look at this as a release. True. You know what I mean? Like, if something comes of it, that's amazing, and I love that. But at the end of the day, I like this because it does something for me, personally, you know? Like, to me, you got to have a belief. comes, does something for me. Yeah, it checks out. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Hey. Yeah, it gets you that shot of dopamine, you know? We're yeah. all looking for it. That's yeah. pretty much it. Well, and I think it's a cool way to get people around and, like, when I listen to other podcasts, they I don't know, man. It's always, like, they have guests on that's over your head or you really don't fucking know. Or I just like the fact that we're bringing on common people to talk about whatever bullshit. I think it's <laughs> kind of cool. Uh, yeah, that's true. That's true. We're giving the everyday person a chance to say something. And that's true. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. For people with decent jobs that you never knew were so cool, like, like, right. This is our own little personal thing to like see yeah. how catch up on people. So I, I, I was running through this in my head. I do believe, by a long shot, you are the furthest person we've had come on as a guest. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, the one guy for, from the one guy to... we we did online, and he lived in Mexico. He was staying in Mexico. Yeah, he was staying in Mexico. So he's really but, from Cleveland area. But it's not like he it's not like he was here physically. We did that. Right. Yeah. That was dude, he he does advertisements, didn't he? Yeah. Dude makes book of money. Oh, advertisements wow. for business online. I think we're actually gonna beat that record though. Yeah? Yeah. I had yeah. somebody lined up that's even further than Mexico. That's awesome. <laughs> oh wow. That's awesome. I'm excited to hear that. But you are the one in person. Oh, that's true. Yeah. yeah. How well, long? How long is it? A uh, flight wise? Well, mile wise, I think. Ah, uh, it's like three thousand some miles. Oh, oh my god, dude. Yeah, because it's the entire distance of the, the country. You know, I mean, yeah. we're basically going from one coast to the other. Right. And I mean, I, I live on the upper part of the peninsula outside of Seattle, so it's just it's a long way. <laughs> Bro, how how was that experience, dude? How was it first off signing up for the fucking navy, then going through all the shit? And then to do nuclear, you gotta be fucking smart. I mean, you've always been smart. When you were in college, you wanted to do fucking uh, like fake arms and shit. Well, yeah, Doc Ock. (laughs) That's (laughs) what. Yeah, I really wanted to get electrical engineering, biomedical, and do advanced prosthesis. But I, way I got into the nuclear field was kind of just a crapshoot, really. Because a lot of kids, right? Yeah. Go sign up to any sort of military branch. They take the ASVAB. ASVAB gets you placement into wherever. Your recruiter's going to sell you the thing that gets him the most, you know, kickback. Yeah, money. Which Industry. usually, yeah, well, that or something that's difficult. Something that either someone doesn't want to do or a lot of people can't do. It's going to give them the best kickback, right? So, for me, I had three years of college under my belt. You know, yeah. Engineering. A lot of stuff in the ASVAB is to do with math, English, engineering stuff, tech manuals. Because they don't really care about a kid that's very artsy. They care about a kid that can follow orders. Yes. And has a basic understanding of mechanical <laughs> stuff. Yeah, you know? right. yeah, don't be a free thinker. Right, so I, mean, I had three were, years... You were mechanical engineering, right? Electrical. Okay. But still, like, I had, I mean, I had three years yeah. of just college experience at that point. Yeah, and he's always, of course I was going to kill on the ASVAB, and they're going to try to give me the most ridiculous job. Like, hey, 
you want to initially I didn't even know what nuclear technology was really about they're like you want to you want to be Homer Simpson I was like not really <laughs> <laughs> yeah he doesn't seem to have a happy life yeah but then they're <laughs> like do you, you want to sit under an admiral's desk and <laughs> yeah yeah sure sure <laughs> but instead it, it was more like do you want to do that but also make a hundred thousand dollars a signing bonus I was like oh, I've never seen a hundred thousand dollars before so yes <laughs> <laughs> sold yeah, absolutely and i wasn't doing too hot in college you know i was doing the whole thing with uh the, my girlfriend at the time and she, yeah it was not working out i was depressed you were yeah. experimenting right so i was pulling yeah. the trigger on something that like i don't have to think in this job because you know every military guy's dumb right and you don't have to they think in the military tell you yeah right but all those generalizations were wrong and so when i got into the service i was just like oh shit these are people, and we're all fucking retarded. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> shit. Dude, I think that's the number one thing. I've jumped from a lot of jobs to a lot of jobs. And, like, just some of the shit that I've done as a professional, you know, the one thing I learned was, holy shit, we're all just fucking idiots that don't know. Right. And that's, people. like, the politicians and shit. Like, we're just fucking idiots that don't know. Yeah. So, do you have... Most, like, science and math people, you're either social or smart at the thing. Mm -hmm. And you're just some variety of the levels. Um, do you find that in the same situation, in the military specifically, like, in, in your area of things you're doing? I believe you told me that, like, one person is, like, really, 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 really smart, but has, like, the personality of Pop-Tart. Absolutely. So, like, a lot of people I work with that usually do very well in, like, uh, we do continuous training exams, right? So, those guys, you try to take them out, have a good time, because they're like, oh, man, this guy's super smart, makes your life really easy, because the smarter guy is, figure out problems, you know, you get through the day real quick. Right. But that guy, let me tell you, has zero clue what he's doing with interacting with other people, because all he does is tech manuals, books, right. TV, video games. And anime. he tries to anime and things they, that actually have a real answer, because like you know when you deal with people, sometimes their fucking philosophies and shit don't make sense. Right, and you can't fast forward to get to the juicy bits with all the details. So when they try to interact with you, they're gonna ask you a very pointed question that makes you uncomfortable, or they're not gonna talk at all because they're expecting you to say the things right. that they want to repeat back. Right. Right. And so those people will just end up failing miserably, or they have unrealistic expectations of other people. Yeah, because they hold their some subsells to yeah. That fucking fly, uh, yeah, so fly is alive, dude. That fly is alive. That fly is alive. Oh, it's a stink bug this time. It's oh, okay. Like, it's a yeah. whole different bug. I thought yeah. that one that you smashed still. Just <laughs> yeah, got we were thinking it like he was stay, still alive. Stay tuned on our TikTok to find out what happened to that bug. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> a subtle plug. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, like, I mean, you see that in different things with people every day. I mean, you go out to the store and people are that same things sometimes they're you know too dumb and really personable or somewhere in the middle or you know the exact opposite but is there anybody like i'm thinking of one person in particular of my college to where there was just one like he took extra classes that he didn't need to sat in on them took the test and whatever is there one person you don't have to give names or anything the one person that just stands out and you're like yeah that motherfucker all right so we have a guy we effectively nicknamed weaponized autism i know that's <laughs> 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 Best yeah. nickname ever. Now, I, I would rock that. I don't want to offend anyone because I, I honestly know that a lot of people would struggle with, you know, mental illness and whatnot. But this guy, this guy takes the cake. Okay. So we're in, in Guam. Guam is like the party central of America, right? Or 
you know, it's, it's not really America, but it is America. It's right. United States territory. So we're all having a good time, and he's, he's like, I want to party. I want to have a good time, you know? And so we take him out to the, we effectively turned into uh, our divisional trap house, you know? So we have, you know, a bunch of guys come over. We get all kinds of rum and, and liquor. And by the way, Kmart is where we get all this stuff. Kmart flies out there. It's the only <laughs> thing out there. out there. Yeah. So they have Kmart, and they love it. The, the Chamorans love Kmart. It's, there's no Walmarts. There's no Walmarts. Dude, there's that's only fucked up because we live in a first world. Like, because we're so fucking privileged, we're like, ha ah, fuckers in your Kmart. The weak ass Kmart. <laughs> you don't even have a Sam's Club, they, they, you poor they are pieces. Around here, I think yeah. there's like two in New Jersey and then that's it. one in Guam. Yeah, we also fuck Kmart. <laughs> No, I, like, I went to go get a cab. By the way, getting a cab in Guam, almost impossible. Also, everyone takes cash. No card. Right. So, like, they, they'll drive you to an ATM, but they will only take cash. And there's a specific Guam, because they don't have Uber out there. But, you know, there's a specific cash app that you have to use, and you still, you know, you don't pay them with the app. You pay them in cash through the app. It's real weird. So, you basically hire them through the app, but you better have cash on you. Yep, absolutely. Does it seem like they're, like... 30 years behind what we are here? Uh, sometimes. But let, let me finish this guy. So so we we uh, we go to this house, right? And, you know, we're having a good time. He's like, I want some women. And so we're like, All right. I need some women. <laughs> uh, we, we, we yeah, go, that's how you get them, buddy. Keep get, saying that. I, I'm swiping on Tinder on, like, everything that's got a face and possibly tits. Like, I, I don't oh, really wow. care. You know, oh, just, you're trying to get them some yeah, strange I'm just trying strange. to get them anything. Jungle fever fucking SCD. Exactly. SCB. And the only thing I could find is this, like, uh, this uh, transgender woman who is, like, oh, willing wow. to come down, sight unseen, meet my friend, and, like, do stuff. And I'm like, hey. It I, checks both the boxes you yeah. before. And this guy somehow is not a virgin, so he's had sex before, but only one time. <laughs> and it did not last very long, because whatever well, yeah, woman. Well, yeah, your first time. Yeah, yeah, no, nobody lasts for I mean, no, one of the first There's time, sometimes, but... with a bunch of practice, you still don't last long. What I'm saying is, he I has did. I was hammered. My extraordinarily time. low experience, but we has, talked about that the other night. <laughs> but has only experienced sex with a woman once, and is not homosexual. He doesn't have any sort of like, he doesn't really care for men, but is willing to have sex with literally anything at this point, and is down for this. So I, I don't. Okay. So yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we have a friend like that, right? I wasn't going to say names, but we have a friend like that. And what I don't get is if your sex drive is killing you that bad, how do you just not practice to go get a girl? Like, if your sex drive is so itching that you're willing to go fuck something you don't even find attractive. So that's the thing. Like, this guy has read books. Because, like, he's, he reads at an incredible rate. Like I said, he has weaponized autism. <laughs> not only can he read a book in an hour, like any novel. He read the entire Harry Potter se- series. In an afternoon, because I, I like I asked him like, "Hey, have you ever read Harry Potter?" He's like, "No, I really never found it interesting." I'm like, "Oh, I got it on my Kindle though. If you want to read it." And he's like, "Oh yeah, sure, I'll borrow it for for a little while." I'm like, "Oh, cool." Thinking it's gonna be returned to me next week. After my shift, he hands it back to me. He's like, "Ah, it wasn't that great." I'm like, "What? <laughs> what do you mean? You just read the first book and then like?" It? He's like, "No, I read all of it. It was it was interesting." I'm like, "Describe me the story. You right. haven't seen the movies, right?" And he's like, "No, I don't watch movies." I'm like. Describing, and he was describing me the entire plot of Harry Potter and the parts that he liked and did not like. And he read this entire series in the course of maybe six hours. 
Takes fucking hours. So he reads all these books on you how can to give me a year. I don't know if I could finish one of them. Well, I mean, effectively, <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's true because nobody reads anymore. For one, I mean, like, why would you read anymore if you have TikTok? You know, it gives you an instant boost of dopamine for watching a six-second video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And far more information than you know yeah. you get out of the book. Yeah, I'm an addict. I get it. Yeah, I'm a dopamine addict. We all are. Yeah, just need the rush. Sorry, but this woman. Right. Yeah. So the woman, the comes, woman man, comes to the trap house. They, they. Well, no, no. no. Identified as a woman. She. But definitely was a dude. Like a hundred percent biologically was. Like, half. like, like you didn't do good, dude. Well, I mean, it, she did <laughs> not have breast implants. Didn't have breast augmentations. Oh. Wore jeans and a t-shirt, and did not talk in an effeminate voice. Yo, uh, yo, did, you want your Did she have so. natural tickle bitties? No. <laughs> did she at least have a juicy butt? No. Um, oh, I'm talking about like a skinny Filipino boy. Oh, wow, a boy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like this that. sounds sketchy now. Yeah, Phil's so I, I'm seeing this now. and I'm like, listen, man. And she was like, uh-huh. what? And I'm like, sorry, ma'am, listen, ma'am. I need you to back the fuck off because I don't think my friend's going to, I think he was just drunk. And then my buddy right. from behind me was like, Bring her in! <laughs> Bring her! I'll take her! Yeah, and he just doesn't... He, you know the hottest part about her? Her cock. Yeah, yeah. No <laughs> idea what to do there. So we, we skipped that entire thing. Like, I, I pushed, pushed him off. But that's the kind of guy that he is. He just doesn't know any better or anything. He doesn't really care to. He just wants to impress us because we're around him. Right? So misses all the social cues. Misses all that. Right. And will effectively go from zero to a hundred in a second because there's no moderating that the sort of emotional flow path right right but again extraordinarily intelligent yeah well that's usually how it goes dude damn that's usually how it goes the people that can somehow fuck with technology that can affect the rest of us don't understand us <laughs> yeah no it's it's wild and what's crazy is i think that's going to lead to humanity's ultimate downfall is these I guys think... that we can't interpret anymore yes. because they are so intelligent yep. and the regular joes like us are going to look like well, my, it's, I think, I think they're running at too fast of a pace sometimes. You know, you got to let the rest catch up. Right. And I feel like those people that we've classified with special needs or any sort of like, you know, uh, mental disorder, it's maybe it's just them running a little bit faster at a different pace than all of us, you know? Right. And it, what scares me is that they're probably going to be much better off in the future than I ever will. Maybe. Yeah. Like there's a lot of things I already don't understand. I don't think so much that it's running ahead. I think that they are cutting out unimportant things and focusing on what they think is important. I also see that view too, yeah. So that means that they have extra time instead of like, you know, going out to go hang out at the bar, they have the other time to go and read the book. Yes and no, because at some point when you're a scientist, you see some ways they have to do studies and certain ways they gotta, they'll do like secret tests and just sacrifice people almost. There's something missing in you just to do that to someone to figure out a why. You know, like testing on babies without telling people or trying this or that. To really to really have to do that and try to answer that question without feeling any remorse for the people you're doing it to. There's something a little bit off. Well, it's off. 1942. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Off, but like maybe it's, it's more of those things where it's... Uh... Yeah, morals, right? We're questioning morals right. at this point. Like, is it immoral to torture a, a small child in the, you know? Right. Well, it's it's the the what Spock, 
the needs of the few don't outweigh the needs of the many. Right. You know, and, and I, I would, everyone here probably agrees with that. You like, you don't want to torture a small child, regardless of whether or not it's able to understand or whose it is or whether right. or not there was even going to be born in this world. Like, you don't want to torture another living being just to further us. Right. But maybe that's the answer. Maybe we've all missed it, and this is gonna, what's going to lead the ultimate yeah, downfall. Yes and no. Have you ever read about the guy, the first guy to ever study dolphins? He convinced the Navy to basically give him a bunch of money. He get, Well, the scientist got famous for studying LSD. He basically kept getting high on LSD and having his buddy write what happened to him while he was high. And, and then sold the information to the military. Right? Aren't you so proud? Oh, yeah. And eventually, he convinced the Navy, he's like, hey, I think I can mind control dolphins and we can weaponize them. And they're like, oh, we'll fund this. Right? Just give this random man money. Who doesn't even have a doctorate. He just got famous for his LSD study. Right? Anyways, the first thing he does is get a dolphin, pulls it out of water, loads it up with LSD. He writes down, it died. <laughs> well, no, no, fine. Yeah. Anyways, he does this for like 10 years, just loading dolphins up with LSD. That's all this dude does. And that's what started dolphin like, studies. He, and eventually, he got a, a girl to work for him or whatever, and he made her live in the tank with a dolphin. And that's when they found out, like, dolphins are very sexual and stuff. So I loaded a, a, just a dolphin that he would shoot with LSD to try the mind control and she would have to live in there. And that's a scientist. Well, no, no. I, I agree. They do some wacky uh, stuff. Like, did you know that we actually weaponize dolphins? No. Yes. There are such things as attack dolphins. It's not a thing anymore, right? It was a thing born out of like the Cold War era. Because we are always worried about people coming and looking at our submarines. Right. So they weaponize dolphins, essentially train them to drown divers. I feel like you could do that without drugging them on LSD. No, they didn't drug them on LSD. Right. There were trainers that would do this, but right. we did eventually weaponize dolphins. Isn't that nuts? Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> there's a place, I forget where it is, but the dolphins naturally fish with us, and they have for years. So what they'll do is, like, we'll work together with our nets, and they'll kind of herd the fish in while we cast nets, and it's really easy for them to catch all the other fish. So, like, they just naturally work with this tribe, and they have for centuries. Let me go back to something I guess somebody else, you might know this too. Is there a lethal limit of LSD for a human? Oh, I bet. Well, okay, so there was, I was reading a, a little paper written forever ago, because it was bicycle day, and on Reddit, I was just like looking through it. Yeah. And uh, eventually there was a, a story that came up about a guy that did five grams. Now, normally, like, your dose of LSD is like a tab. Right, is like 100 micrograms. Right. This guy had five micrograms. Yes. And this guy had five grams that he ingested. Dang. And he lived. The stories he had out of it were, like, in, unintelligible. Like, he could not describe to anyone the sensations that he was feeling. Right. And they wanted to immediately get into an MRI machine and stuff, but he was just so nuts and violent that they could not get him to do anything that they wanted him to do. Dang. Not in the sense that he wanted to attack people. He was just terrified right. about what he was seeing. So I don't think there's necessarily a lethal limit on LSD. But I think there is a very real line of when you're psychologically just going to break. So, you said a tab is micrograms, and you're better here at math than I am right now. Convert five micrograms into... So, it's one to the power of negative six uh, grams is a microgram, right? So, five grams is six... I'm sorry, five million times... Five million. Yeah. So... Wait, off of one... 
that. So it's about five uh, fifty thousand times more than the average dose is what he had in one go. So fifty thousand times. A yeah, dose. fifty thousand times a normal dose is what he now, had. Now this this story that you just told. This is the thing going through my head. The quantity, the the magnitude. That's what astronomers focus. That's why I had him do the math. The magnitude of this. This dude took fifty. Thousand, what a thing would do because 50,000 anything past that would kill a human, and humans are you know smaller than adults. This dude must have taken a hundred thousand times the what a normal human could take and fucking went right into the fucking dolphin. It died, all right. Well, well I mean, it probably died from it because he didn't put it back in the water. <laughs> <laughs> But he never put it back. He just had it laying out there and was like, oh, it died. Yeah, no fucking duh. Yeah, no fucking, it needs water, bro. I think we could look it up. Like, what's the LD50 on LSD? I mean, I don't know if, if you guys are familiar with that term. Lethal dose. Yeah, it's like a, it's what they inject mice with, like, random medications. They want to see, like, right. how much will kill it. Right. The LD50 is where the, the limit where they inject the mice and only 50% of them die. And that's, like, a good marker for how much you can do to humans. Right, because they 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 work right. a lot like us, yeah. And it's just it's just fifty percent though. You you go with the fifty percent mark. It's conservative. It's nice around number usually. I don't want to eat something that's fifty percent like gonna kill me though. Yeah, you got a fifty fifty shot of living. Yeah, like can we get better results than that, please? <laughs> Show, <laughs> tell me a better one. Well, like normally, like stuff like um, Benadryl, right? The LD fifty yeah. on that's like four eight, eight grams or something like that. It's some certain number because you eat probably like 10 milligrams and that's like a normal dose right so like that the ld50 and what we actually get is thousand times you're telling me i can take a whole bottle of benadryl well there's guys that hallucinate on that too really yeah and histamine some people find it's like a good hallucinogen I don't think that's a real thing. I think your liver starts to shut down and you might see something cool, but you're yeah. going to die. You're like, you're like <laughs> close to dying, so your brain's just flooding with DMT or whatever. Yeah, I don't really know. There's an LD50 for almost everything. I think one for like like sh- uh, fake sugar, aspartame. Oh, yeah. It's like a 55-gallon well, drum of Well, dude, that's <laughs> because sugar, like too much sugar in one day can't kill you. Same with salt. I mean, even water. I mean, there's yeah. something called water toxicity, and you right. can kill people with that. Yeah. yeah. The toxicity of our city, of our city. <laughs> oh, man. So, dude, okay, what was your favorite part about this weekend, guys? It would definitely have to be the bachelor party. Yeah. Seeing Jerry the first time. Was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to bleep that out. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, see, the entertainment was nice. Yeah, the entertainment yeah. was nice. Uh, I don't think Jerry expected to behave like that. I think his reaction to that was probably the, the most yeah, priceless awesome. thing. And dude, and she's a cool chick, so I like, yeah. ended up working out pretty well. Yeah. So. I, I guess I'll take the emotional standpoint of this one. Uh, after all of our hard work had been done and sleep deprivation, everything, standing at the wedding, actually, and seeing how happy Jerry was... That was my my favorite part. I love dancing with him because like that was the first time I really saw him smile real big. Like when I walked in and I saw him at the altar and he was like, uh, uh, and then yeah. even like during the speeches and stuff, he's kind of like, uh, kind of still a little nervous. Then I danced with him and he started laughing and choking. <laughs> and 
it was a great time. Yeah, he, he definitely enjoyed himself. I think yeah. the whole the whole event was a great success. Oh yeah, yeah, dude. Horribly I mean, planned. Horribly, horribly planned and yeah, overpacked with beer. Yeah, I had no idea how any of this was going to come together because we had like I was trying to plan my little part of it right thousands of miles away. Right. You know, and then I obviously had the assistance of you two. Otherwise, I would have not gotten any of this done. Period. So thank you again for that. Oh no problem. So, but, so the general situation about that is. Is you were the best man from the very start. Yeah. And they didn't know if you would be able to come back right. from on military leave. So then he had me as like a backup. So I was taking care of what I could and you were taking care of what you could. We tried to meet somewhere in the middle to make it happen. And yeah. I, I think it was a success, but... Maybe I'll toot my own horn there. Yeah, it went to a success as best as you could. I mean, first we went through axes. But I think I think like... See if I if we could do it again, I think it would have been better not to throw axes, but do just more stuff at the Airbnb early than everybody who wanted to could have just left. Right. Because to go through axes and have to go back by the time we scheduled that entertainment, just really like we didn't have time to really throw axes. We were right. there, then we we're right. Uh, and I, I what I wanted to do for the night was do more stuff and like go to different places. Like <clears throat> the axes was kind of like the tail end of everything. Right. But we just didn't have time. Like, we kept saying oh, the the event's going to end at, like, 8. So then it's, like, 8.30, 9, 9.30, Yeah, we didn't o'clock. leave until 9.30. You know, and uh, yeah. there's nothing open, you know, real late except for bars. And then we could bar crawl. Great. But then we lose somebody along the way. Ugh. My name Jerry really wanted to throw axes. That was, like, ultimately what he wanted to do for a day. So we did it. Right. Right. Well, th- th- there's a general topic that you have to figure out. Because you can hang out with your buddy at any time. Mm-hmm. And we had a tough stipulation where different people were coming in the day of the, right. the bachelor right. party. So I couldn't have it two weeks beforehand. I couldn't have it the day beforehand because, fuck, even you aren't going to be here for the like two days right. beforehand. Um, but then there's also a side part that goes, you know, I can see this motherfucker and I can play D&D with him and I can play magic with him and I can play cards with him any fucking day. Right. This is not the day for that. <clears throat> Well, he, he wanted to be quieter. I knew that, like, it's the night before your wedding. Your your bride has told you, hey, whatever you do, do not ruin this for me. And then your dad goes, hey, if you ruin this for her, <laughs> your, bi- you know, your dad just tells you, if you ruin this for her, don't come home. Of course he's going to be like, I'm not going to party and do right, like, crazy stuff right. all night, you know. Yeah, but even if we did that like two weeks ahead of time, they still would have had the exact same conversation. I don't know what they were worried about. It's not like any of us are going to let them like fuck something, you know? Well, no, no. They're more worried about us looking like bags of ass up on the up on the altar, you know, in front of oh. the families. I think that was the biggest deal was like make sure that everyone looks presentable and not hungover, which somehow yeah. we did both. But yeah, yeah everybody <laughs> looked good, dude. Somehow yeah. all of us, even though we were all fucked, yeah. Okay, yeah. so if you ever want to get fucked, play Edward Forty Hands. And anyone yeah. who doesn't know what that is, that's where you take two forties, duct tape them to your hands, and then you got to finish them before they can become unduct taped. Yeah, but gentleman's rule: try to leave at least two fingers, you know, so you can attempt to undo your zipper no, before you no, piss yourself. No, see, <laughs> see, I don't like that. I don't like that gentleman bullshit because the whole point is to make you piss yourself. Mm. See, I made it extra hard on you guys too because I was in and out. I was wrapping the duct tape real good. And I didn't give you the gentleman rule, and I took your caps. That's true, yeah. So you couldn't even, like, cap them and then try and go pee? 
it was it was a hard one. Yeah, it was. Yeah. And you got the fucking a higher alcohol percentage too. Well, yeah, it's the beast. Oh my god. It was a good time though. It was. It was. We definitely did not need 24 no, uh, 40 dude. ounces dude, plus every, the three cases and then of liquor, beer and liquor. And liquor, dude. I saw you guys pounding the shit in and so Drew was telling me about certain shit, you know, and I remember I was having a conversation. I told him like, "Bro, we ain't we ain't in college no more. We don't need all this shit." I was like, "Dude, I I told him like seriously by two o'clock, three o'clock, I bet we're all passed the fuck out." Well, I mean, last and time pretty we, much it was. <clears throat> last time we parted together was like five years ago, right? Wait, yeah. No. yeah, yeah, five, 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 six years ago was yeah, last yeah. time we all like actually hung out and partied. So like our tolerance has gone way. Right, well, right. I mean, in my case, of course, I, I just joined the the navy and. Everyone knows what sailors do on shore leave, so. Right. <laughs> At least mine went up a little bit. But, outside of that, you know, it, it's just like everyone was slower to recover. Right. Right. So. Speak for yourself. Yeah, okay, I mean. okay. I was the one that slept the most because I had jet lag. Right, I, was, <laughs> I was trying to suit my own torn, but honestly, I think I, I uh, bitched out the most. <laughs> I was waiting for someone to chime in and say something so you'd be like, oh, that's not how it happened. No. no everybody I was, got drunk. I was saying... You motherfucker! I, I, you guys slow down. Well, I pretty much kept a pace because I knew that no, I had you, to be fucked up. I kept. First off, you shouldn't have got fucked up. Exactly. That's why I did it. That's I wasn't you, supposed to. I did it anyways. I mean, yeah. You shouldn't have got fucked up. Why? Why? Because you're technically running the show there, and plus, when you're I drunk, wasn't the best the first man. thing you said when you were drunk was. Every time I'm drunk, I like to get in a fight with Jerry. And oh it's like, bitch, it's the day before his wedding. It's the day before his wedding. It happens every time we're drunk. I did not prep that. The fight happened out of nowhere. It was after I said, it's not a fight, or it's not a party unless Jerry and I fight. That's true. And that was just, that was just me rationalizing shit. Uh-huh. Like, Jerry and I have drank together and not had a fight. No, sure. We didn't at the wedding. Dude, dude, dude we're, was fine. Yeah, no, we, we, say, we both drank there. You, you just got emotional is all I'm saying. I think, oh, all right, I think they, they both got emotional there. Because I'm going to go with, because, like, I saw the way Jerry was reacting to that. Oh, well, was, Jerry got real emotional. Yeah, and, then like, he was thinking that we were conspiring against him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know, And dude. honestly, it was just, like, I was just trying to diffuse the situation. Like, dude, this Drew, are you cool? I'm right, cool. I don't know what that was about. And then go to Jerry. Jerry, are you cool? All right, then why are we doing this? Let's dude, I literally can't even tell you what started it. Yeah, I don't I, I don't, don't even know. But I, I just knew what, at one point people were like, oh, they're mad. Yeah, you People know, actually, I'm out of here. I know exactly what started it. What happened? Natty Light. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Natty Ice. Oh, Natty Ice. Natty Ice, Ice is where I punched him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that's. You punched him? Yeah, I punched him square in the face when I was drinking Natty Light one night. Oh, yeah. no, not at the bachelor party, though, right? No. No. Oh. no, no. I was like, I don't remember you punching him. Yeah. Like no. six years no, ago. No, actual uh, fists were thrown, which was like Powders. my, my <laughs> biggest concern was like someone was going to throw fists at some point. Yeah. Well, my thing was just having uh, that extra entertainment over. I was like, man, this is going to be sketchy. So I was like, I don't want us to make her feel uncomfortable. Then some dude pulls out a gun or some shit. And then I know my bros are probably packing. At least one of them. <laughs> well, right? I, I told I told Jerry, I was just like, yo, tonight, just tonight, it's going to be a safe place. You got the boys with you. You don't need to bring it. Because the last thing I need is like, where is it? I put it in the trunk of my car. Wait, no, I left right. it on the toddler seat in, in this restaurant. Yeah, and then, like, like the, okay, that whole situation was so. This is how this happened. I went to the club, right? Mm-hmm. 
talk, bought a dance from her. Talked about like, yo, do you have any idea how I could get some entertainment for some party? And she was like, oh, I'll just do it. You know, then we basically, that same day, that was weird. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that same day, uh, uh, like, she, she like asked me to stay, basically came out and asked me to stay like the rest of the shift with her, which was like two hours, just to bullshit. So I sat there and bullshitted with her for two hours and she was like, you know, Yada yada, hit me up about that party. So then she gives me her number. I hit her up. Doesn't answer me for like two days. And I'm like, ah, oh, that's a fake fucking number. I told yeah. you, I was like, I don't, I don't know if we're gonna be able to get this. Then she texts me back, like, oh yeah, I remember. Yada yada yada. Sorry, I saw this driving or whatever. Right. I'll get back to you. And like literally, that's the way it was. We'd hit each other up like every couple of days, if that, to get kind of an idea. Then. And then that was it. Like, how much trust she just had in me without asking extra questions or anything? Like, I felt more... I feel like I felt more weird about it. Well, I mean, that's another thing, too. You work in a business that's, like, so personal, but, like, at the same time, every single one of your clients either wants to get in your pants or, you know, they're sensible human beings like yourself. Yeah. That is like, okay, you're entertainment. I understand you're going to, you know, right. get in that pool and you have that 50-50 mix or that, like, really... Really, it's probably more like... 90-10 mix, because I bet you a lot of people that would take advantage of the situation with, you know, someone of her, you know, appearance alone in right. a place that's rented out for a couple of days, you know. Right. You can disappear in a city like this easy, especially if you were... Like well, Ohio's also the capital... Human like, trafficking, yeah. yeah human trafficking. Toledo, yeah. Yeah, it's the number one place. So, and like... Then she brings this, uh, you know, security, and I don't want to say to her, but the dude's not, he was shorter than me, bro. And I was like, oh, dude, like, that, she brought you because she trusted us. Yeah. You know what I mean? If, if she didn't trust us, I, you would have been like The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, yeah. <laughs> walking there, there, in here. There would be three other dudes. With right. <laughs> right, because I even told her when I was talking to her, like, because she's the one who suggested coming over early, too, to, like, check the place out. And I told her, like, yo, you know, if... Even if you want us to pay you more so you can get more security, if that would make you feel better, I'm more than willing to do that. Like, right. just let me know whatever makes you feel the most safe because that's what we want. I, it, to me, it was just like, it, it was like I was texting my bro, you know? Like, yeah, you're going to come do this? Yeah, cool, I'll see you then. Cool, see you this time. Sweet. <laughs> yeah. Brother doesn't show up for shit. Well, I think the funniest part about all that is that, like, we were probably the least intimidating group of guys. I mean, come on. Oh, yeah. Literally, she's going to jail, like, focus. Focus. Right. Look at me. Don't talk to him. Look at me. <laughs> right. You know, and he's just, you know, chilling with his buddies. I mean, we were so used to just doing Edward Forty Hands and, like, drinking beers with the boys. We never had a girl around. And we never right. really cared to have a girl around. No. Yeah. Well, no, that I wasn't mean, our thing. I mean, each of us had... Yeah, something. girls with us, yeah. you know, you would dip out of guys' night to go hang out with your girl or whatever. But more right. often than not, five days a week we were chilling with the boys. I mean, because everyone oh, else yeah, had to we all live together. Yeah, yeah, well, dude, they all they found it so entertaining, man. Because yeah. they ended up staying even longer. Then she just stayed naked for like ever. Oh you yeah, know? she was just chilling, there just naked chilling the naked. House. And yeah. I was like, okay, I'm fine with this. Like, you know, just and we were chatting forever. Then eventually. And eventually, uh, like, when they left, she texted me, like, yo, you guys are, like, the funnest group I've ever been with, like, type deal. Oh, yeah. So, like... Do we get a dealer's discount next time? We did. Well, we already got a discount. We We got half-off prices on everything. That's why the dance is, like, the keeper for another hour is only 200 I mean, like, we we also did tip her 
heavy. Oh, we tipped her really fucking good. Yeah. Like that girl, uh, we we were trying to kind of do the math in her head earlier. She walked out of there with about a grand. Yeah, about a grand. But like, I'll tell you what, the quality of person though. Like yeah, she's, she's so personable. Yeah. I mean, like I've I've had those dead eyed, you know, like. Well, oh, that's great. why that's why I wanted her because like, like when I was going through, I was like, okay, yeah, could I get? Could we go and try to find someone like a ten out of ten? Yeah, mm-hmm. I was like, but she's actually funny. It cracks me up, and I was like, we get to actually joke with her, yeah. and I could see her just chilling with us. Like, that's what I was more worried about. And for your not ten out of ten, you should have seen Jerry's googly eyes the entire time. The man was speechless. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. Oh, I don't want to I mean, say I don't want to say who, but like a couple people were like, well, you know. She she could have had bigger boobs or something. I'm like, bro, you sent me out, and I don't like big boobs. I yeah, like no, a nice fat butt. Like uh, you, bo- but she definitely she worked on it. I don't know what what she had to do in the gym for that, but she worked on it. Yeah, she I, did. Funny enough, I think that comparatively to his his bride to be that then this stripper is almost the polar opposite. Yeah. Well, yeah, and that was another thing too. Is like. Maybe Jerry's just not interested because it is a polar opposite yeah. of the body style that he was used yeah. to. But then again, I don't know. I don't know if he's into like the body stuff. Like I'm kind of wondering myself if he even cares about how someone's appearance is sexually, or if he's just down with literally anyone that has this type of personality. Yeah. If you look at the girlfriends he's had, man. Yeah. They're all different. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I mean, obviously, that's his thing now. Yeah, <laughs> that's what we well, do, you think, like, uh, do you think guys like change over time as far oh, yeah. as like you know? Well, for sure, dude. Yeah. I mean, straight up, I'm not a tit man, but you got some great tits, and you're shaking them in my face. I'm gonna be real fucking excited. That's about fair. It. Well, I mean, even certain things from past experiences can turn you off. If you know you have a girl that has saggy boobs, then maybe your next girl goes up. <laughs> the next girl you go out with has perky. Right, right, because you know. Because you want to try something ass. different because yeah. you didn't like it. I don't know, man. I'm all about the anorexic girls with diet hair and daddy issues. Yeah, you like the real thin ones? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, those ones are all right. I like, like I said, I'm, I like the little thicker butt. I like yeah, I'm butt. looking to get a paper cut. You know, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> ouch. Yeah. No. Yeah, you know what you like. Nothing wrong with that, dude. Petite yeah. women are sexy. No, unfortunately, it's it's just not. You got Channel 12, girl. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 dude, go oh. that dude. I don't know how he pulled it, but go that dude. Go you, bro. Oh man. One who's sitting next to me. Mm. Yeah, uh, man. I was chatting her up, dude. <laughs> but, but not. Yeah, I know you were chatting her up. Did you know, like that that guy, like has he's got some issues, but he doesn't like to party a whole lot, right? Okay, yeah. She was trying to party like no other right. the entire night. I know, dude. And I, I felt was just bad. curious to like, have she ever eaten before in her life? Because like Skeletor was getting kind of thin, you know? Yeah, what I mean? she was. But she still had some uh, a great baby feeders. Yeah, yeah. No, you she know, for her definitely. Shape. I, like, I could tell that uh, like, if she were fake? no. Like a high school envy sort of deal. Yeah. Like definitely, naturally, it looked very good. And it was extraordinarily tan. Too. Yeah, well, I didn't like her tan. Yeah, I don't know if it was a spray tan or whatever. What? I mean, like, it might be natural because it, it was not orange or right, anything crazy. Right. It was just like very, very dark tan. Right, right. And Josh was sitting next to me at the wedding re- or reception, and we saw where you were sitting. And I leaned over to him and I was like, hey, is he just going to fuck her? 
I'm just like, there ain't no way. No, dude. I mean, me and that guy would BS him most of the time. I don't even know what his name was. I was sitting next to. Yeah, I don't. Know. I know. Does anyone know him? I, I know his name. I'm just not gonna say. Oh, yeah, okay. Jeff. We'll, we'll go with Jeff. We'll go, okay, Jeff. I was gonna say I don't know how or what. I forget whatever. But I was talking to him most of the time. Mm. And then Channel 12 girl there was like chiming in every 10 seconds or so. And then me and her would talk for a little bit. And then, like Drew said, instead of sitting like at the table, I put my back against the window and like yeah, just spread just, my legs. Yeah. And I was well, like, well, because the entertainment was in front of me and I didn't yeah. want to sit and. Well, that's how you were sitting when I leaned over to him yeah. and said it. Your crotch was in view of her. Oh, yeah. Well, I was well, also like, I don't even know who they sat you with. I thought you were with like the nosebleeds or something. Like, that's, that's basically they're more of the family. Why don't you have them all the way over there? All right. I mean, it wasn't like. Uh, well, I was Charles, so they didn't know. Yeah. Who I was. <laughs> yeah you, you were Charles Jonesy or some shit. Right. Like, yeah. Uh, they're, like, they're like, who's this fucking character? And Jerry looks at Charles. We don't know a Charles. Put him on. Seven. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that was exactly what happened. He was just like, "That's probably your family." She's like, "No, that's that's where you invited him. Like, you wanted him there." You know? Right. right. <laughs> well, your stepdad there. We were talking, and he was like, "Yeah, I didn't know that was your name when you added me on Facebook. I had to search about your pictures and realize, oh, your name's Carl." Oh, I mean, yeah, we all call you CJ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. everybody calls me CJ. Yeah. Well, it was great that you also got to meet a uh, uh, yellow Drew. Too, because yeah. like you always heard stories about the old house well, and stuff like the that. The other, the other Drew, uh, he he liked me a lot. Oh yeah, he looks up to you as a role model, like he does every person that's <laughs> you know taller than him <laughs> and lighter. Than yeah, him. he he's he's one character. There's a lot of squishy characters we also had. Like you know, you have the the main house characters, yeah. right? And then you had. But yeah, he was like, he was the, the, oh, how do you explain it? Like a character from season four that, uh, he was like Paul Rudd to Friends. Yeah, he just kind of like. Yeah, like he came on <laughs> in the last three seasons yeah. of the run, you know? <laughs> you're there, but like, yeah. yeah. but you're not. You're kind yeah. of the cast, but you're not. Yeah. <laughs> he's like. Uh, because I never really met him. And he's, he's like, like, I've heard Jimmy so many stories about you. And I'm like. Right, because we're all legends to the the, the new house. Are they? That, well, Are we? We were until the house got like completely demolished by a uh, uh, Kirby and and uh, who passed it on? See, that's the thing. Like after I had my stuff happen, Jared moved out. You guys were gone, and it's just like it fell. It fell. It fell hard, and then you know there's nothing left of it. Well, I, I'm, no, my thing was who told them about our old. See, that's the thing, oh. like, the, so there's legends about our parties and crap, right. like, still on campus. So, really? Yeah. So, one of the things... People that, know me? People, so, one of the things people that... People, they know me? Yes. Oh, damn. One of the things that Jerry <laughs> oh, wanted... Oh, damn, dude, that's not good. One of the things that Jerry wanted is he wanted 49 at the Pink House. Yeah. And I, I got half of that. But I really wanted to get the other half, so I went to the Pink House, which is now with the fraternity. I was there with you. Yeah. The second time, remember? Yeah. Yeah, we knocked on their fucking door, yeah. But... The first time that I went without you, yeah, I was talking to them and I was like, "Hey, I am, you know, part of this group. I'm part of the Pink House." And they're like, "Oh shit, we've heard so many stories about the things that you've done." I'm like, "Oh fuck, like what?" Yeah, it's very like, bad. It's a very ominous thing. Yeah, I don't. What does that mean? Yeah, 
And like, you guys got away with a lot of stuff. And you guys had some of the most crazy epic parties. You guys had like 3,000 people in this house at one point during the night. Yeah, 3,000. I don't yeah. know if it's that, but well, it was over not, 700. Not in the house at one time. Oh, the, the, list, house, yeah. the list was at one point 3,000. Well, yeah. that's because, yeah, yeah we, our good buddy Chuck invited the entire the entirety of his friends list. Well, <laughs> and dude, house. I don't know if you remember, but for a long time, I would take rides on the bus. Because I had free buses for all the drunk kids. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then I would purposely make friends with the bus drivers because, as you know, I worked midnight. So when I came there and you guys were in class, I had nothing to do. Yeah. I would make friends with the bus driver and told them if people ask for a party or go somewhere, just drop them off at our house. Like, yeah. literally, the one bus driver, I let him into one of our parties so he would do that. Well, one of the ones, I guess, that they told me specifically was our Halloween in April. Oh, yeah. Officers and CEOs is pretty good, too. Yeah. Yeah, officers, CEOs. Uh, but yeah, Halloween, April, that was a wild yeah, one. Fucking, yeah. I wanted the water party to be so good. It, 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 you know what night? It, lots of times, I would just remember us drumming, just kind of like a regular party, and for some reason, they'd just go lit. Yeah. Like we'd you, just be like, let's let's throw something. There would be no theme, no nothing. Do you remember the time we all went to Teak, and uh, we came back to the house, and there was a party going on, but none of the roommates were there. Yes. That was wild. Like, we threw a party without being there. <laughs> it, just, it just happened. Yeah, we, we well, did it. Because, like, Thirsty Thursdays we'd always do and stuff. Yeah. And, and, and everybody would come just downstairs. Just to our house and on yeah. Thursday. It was just... Yeah. You it, honk, we drink. You, oh, oh, that man. was awesome. That was brilliant. Yeah, we <laughs> had those was... old chalkboards. We put them up on the front lawn, popped yes. up against the porch, and then... We would just have people come on by, and it was pop. always old dads that oh, would come yeah, and want to be. Dads beer. were phenomenal. Like, <laughs> yeah. You can date my daughter. Yeah. You know, oh, like, first she's in the back seat, red right? Face, right. Like, I would be caught dead with these. All right, losers. Yeah. Then they were at our house later that night. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they were exactly. half naked. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's funny because Josh brought up well, he, he yesterday, you know, or whatever. He brought up, oh, I'm surprised that we never had entertainment at one of our parties, and yeah. we all said, well. No, it was free. <laughs> like, they came like that, bro. You, you knew there was a certain part in the night where somebody stood up on something. And flashed yeah. something. Yeah. That was when everything starts to go nuts. That's when the entertainment became free for the night. But, like, I don't understand yeah. what drew everyone to the house. I mean, like, we were just a bunch close. of... Close. We were close. That's true. We were right off the... It was all location, and once people got word that we weren't, like, a frat... We, oh yeah, we had no Greek. Yeah, language. no, no limitations. Rules, no limitations. Yeah. The only thing I had to deal with was me at the front porch or somebody like that. And the glass bottles. That was the one. Our, that was the yeah. one thing. Our fucking like, four foot eleven blonde girly boy security oh, guard. Oh man, with the <laughs> tattoos that look like children drawing them. You know, oh, that yeah. dude was twenty six, but looked like he was twelve. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But most of the time, dude, like, I remember it'd be Sparky or whoever at the front. And then anytime there was a problem, I would come and fucking solve it. Yeah, but Sparky was always, like, fairly forceful. If your name wasn't on the list. Oh, Sparky's always like that. But that's because Sparky doesn't get social cues. So to him, that's a rule. And if yeah. you don't fit in that rule, he doesn't care. Right. And sometimes it'd be like a hot girl. And well, I'd be like, Bro. Yeah, we would yeah, specifically have to tell yeah. him that at the beginning of the night. If there was a hot girl that, right. you know, was on the list. Right. That's an exception. Yeah. Right. And like he said, no glass bottles. Or like my favorite, <laughs> my absolute favorite thing that we used to do, which kind of makes us dickbags, was when we would run out of beer, 
If yeah, anybody we, was underage, yeah. we'd take their beer. Yeah. <laughs> Tell them they're not allowed to have it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Oh, you went in, that's fine, but we're taking your beer, bitch. <laughs> I don't know how we did that, man. Like, Dude, I don't know. Like, like if we try that stuff now, I, I still think even just nowadays trying to do that, you know, five years later, that'd be impossible. Because, I mean, like, so many random things have happened in Youngstown, or to Youngstown, yeah. that's made it very difficult to, to host something like that. Right? Like, the liability... I was surprised how time. lit last night was, or whatever. Yeah. You yeah. Know? yeah. Downtown was so lit. It was nice to see. I'm happy to see people yeah, out. absolutely. But, yeah. like, yeah, after, you know, COVID and all that other stuff, and then, like, recently yeah. we've had shootings down here and whatnot, like, I am surprised. Yep. Of the way that people were actually behaving, you know? Well, there had been uh, a shooting two, two years, maybe three years before that, and then, like, every year up leading to us at the house. In fact, there was a riot outside our house one day. Yeah, but it had nothing to do with us. And yeah, oh, there yeah. was a riot with shootings right now. Yeah, right yeah. I mean, like, but we, we uh, I don't know. I don't it know. never came inside. Like, people were having such a good time right. and at because, our house. And because they would we never... would, yeah, and because we would be dicks and throw people out and not let that crap go on. Right. They felt safe. Yeah, like that, I guess that's a good to point. Be. Yeah, we, we definitely kept it safe. And then usually around like 3 o'clock, 3.30 in the morning. Yeah. Yeah, we start shutting stuff out. I mean, we used to freeze up the freshmen and whatnot right. on the, the piss couch. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Right. Or if you were too drunk or something, you know, we'd tell you to go home. Like, yeah. I mean, and because the dorm was right there. And, and the cool part was we knew a couple of the policemen and stuff. So that made it easy because then we could just go out and talk. Really, what made it work, we were all personable people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's really what made it work. Well, I mean, the police would come around, you know, like they'd patrol the street like once every 15 minutes. Yeah. They'd swing on by, and if nothing was going sideways, you know, but again, like after about three o'clock in the morning, boom, boom, boom. And then CJ, Drew, Henkel, whoever would, you just like walk up to the door and be like, hey, we're shutting this thing down. Don't worry. Everyone will be out here in 15 minutes. Right. We yank turned the, plug, the music down. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yank the plug. Away we go. Yeah. Yeah. Music off. Turn the lights on. Everybody hates it when the lights are on. We oh, all see how yeah. ugly we are. Yeah. <laughs> they flock the fuck out. And the next day, we just smell like beer and stuff. Oh, yeah. And just, <laughs> just cans yeah. of shit everywhere. It's funny. And then it... we'd let the homeless clean the cans. Yeah, we, we'd let the homeless <laughs> clean the cans. <laughs> because yeah. they would want to collect it yeah. and we didn't want to clean. Yeah. Man, we, we did that so often. That was wild. I don't know how we ever recovered. I, I mean, we really didn't, you know, no. to be honest with you. We, we just, just never stopped. We never stopped. Dude, I don't know how we, like, how, thinking back on it, like, not only did we party like that, but then I would go to work most of the time right after. Yeah. And then work my job and then come back to plan for the next party. Oh, yeah, I, we all did. Yeah, we yeah. all worked jobs and went to college and we all just kind of did yeah. that. I mean, I had usually like 8 a.m. classes right like, after. Like, if, <laughs> if we put that much effort into college or anything else... It would have been great. Oh, but yeah. instead, we we did what we set out to do, I guess. I guess yeah. we're legends. Well, you know what? We, we had a great time. I think that people underestimate the value of time yeah. and the quality of do it. Do they know us or just stories of us? Like, if I'd walk on campus, would they be, uh, that's Carl. No. Yeah, they, they, they I, don't I know our faces. They, they might know a name, but not your last name. Yeah, I think all of us basically yeah. the pink house. Like you yeah. say, the pink house. We are house. grouped together as the pink house. Oh, yeah, I think that's like the. They hear CJ. It's always one of the guys. I mean, even when you hear stories about like the frats and everything, it's oh yeah, this happened at SAE or yeah, whatever. It's never blah 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 at blah blah blah. Dude, I don't. I mean, I remember some of the cats from those frats, but what I remember the most is I'm trying to be douches because we technically weren't a frat. 
Yeah. But they were jealous that we threw really good parties. Yeah, we threw amazing because we just didn't have any roof. Like right. Yeah. Right. But, we but also, they didn't like that. We had more holes in our walls than literally any other building yeah. in there. All there right. some that are torn down that are probably in worse shape or better shape than ours. Yeah. Also. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like literally the dance floor is held up by like books stacked up underneath to be a column. Yeah. <laughs> that's why the floor fell right yeah. exactly well i was out of there by then right yeah that's fair but it I was so shortly fun. after <laughs> so fun dude so like dude riding in the sub all the time what's the biggest thing you miss around here uh well vagine probably <laughs> <laughs> well you know prisoners say they miss food more than vagine when they get out well, food's a, a weird thing because, like, you know, the, the food on there is it's, it's not that bad, and I can live with that. I think the thing I miss the most is the uh, internet. Oh, it sounds like an all-encompassing thing too. So I want to consider that like more of a bio because it's also sixty-eight and fluorescent all the time. You never see the sun, you know? Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, you just well, it doesn't necessarily suck because you also don't have a day-night cycle. So even if you like wake up at two in the morning and go to bed, you know, at, at some time, like eight hours before that or whatever, it's like, oh, it's normal for you. Right. And, and the sun doesn't get to mess you up any. Right. But, uh, yeah, I think the internet would have to be like the top tier thing because you just have the same information. You share it. Like it's, it's almost prison rules, you know, like if you got an extra DVD or something like, Hey, give me a can of dip or, you know, you give me a, give me a magazine, you know, something cool. Right. I mean, we all got phones and stuff. And we share data that way too. But then you got, you know, candy, you know, chocolate bars, chips. Potato chips are like gold because, like, where are you going to put it? Right. Where are you going to put something like that you can't crush, you know? Like Pringle cans, you can deal with that because it's in a can. But, like, you want to get a bag of chips. It's pretty valuable at, like, 90 days of without seeing a port, you know? A bag of chips, huh? A bag of chips. bag yeah. of chips. Like, people just crushed their chips? Well, I, well, not intentionally, but, like, or... I guess, how, how do I put this? It's a lot of space, so what would you rather have? A bag of chips or an extra roll of dip, you know, or a log of dip, you know, or, you know what I mean? Like, you have to make choices. Chips, you don't have a whole lot for what you get, so... Yeah, but you are, can get everything for chips. Maybe. You know what I mean? Maybe, because by the time you're at 90 days, who's going to have a whole lot of stuff at 90 days? Probably not a lot of people unless they packed out, you know, a lot of spaces or they have, like, little cubbies in places you're not supposed to, you know what I mean? Oh, uh, that'd be me, bro. Yeah. Yeah, everyone. Oh, I'd be running some black market through that. Sorry. I'd have chew in my prison pouch. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you're gonna keep it there for ninety days, dude. I'll tell you what, that'd be one hell oh, of a high. That's my first stuff. Yeah, that'd be one hell of a high to have chew in there. <laughs> well, I mean, a lot of people would sleep with like bags in their racks, you know. Like they would sleep with like you know, you'd go to sleep and you'd be like next to someone's stuff. Like you sleep already in a small coffin, and then you also shove everything you want extra next to you. Right. Like you, you're confined now to like a, a two foot by one foot maybe, and then like you know a six foot long cube, <laughs> and that's what you sleep in. That's it. The smart guys always get things that you know hang hang on top, you know. Yeah. Organized. Yeah, I never, I never got that smart. <laughs> I always just had whatever was in my rag, what was in my rag. Right. You know? What if you got Velcro though, dude? Then you can Velcro enough. Velcro is awesome. Velcro also is noisy and sucks. <laughs> it's it's one of those things where like you never know what the temperature is going to be like. Because even though we have possibly the world's most sophisticated systems on, on you know naval vessels, the climate control and stuff all changes depending on the water. Everyone knows you know steel is a metal. Right. Metal transfers heat. Yeah, it's a conductor. Yeah, it's it's 
it's a thing. So mm-hmm. if you're out in the middle of like you know Hawaii or something, right? Yeah, it's gonna be hot. Your right. chocolate's gonna melt. <laughs> you know why would you bring so much chocolate? Well, don't you miss the taste of chocolate at some point? And of course, we do do other things. There's something called a halfway box, which halfway through deployment, you open up the box. Usually, some goodies in there, some pictures of the family, some letters, you know, that sort of thing. Okay. But other than that, you miss literally everything you can get in Walmart. So you better you better pack smart for the next you know however. I mean, my last deployment was nine months. How do you pack for nine months? You don't. You can't. Yeah, it's it's impossible. There's no way to pack for what, what because you can't bring nine months of snacks. Right. I mean, like of course, you know, we actually made a couple of port calls, but I did have a long. It was a deployment last like 108 days where we didn't stop to a port. We didn't even surface. Like honestly, it was just like. Jeez, is that even good for the human body? Well, I don't know. I, I don't think it's bad because I mean, like we all, you, know, you got oxygen, air, food, water. You're good. All <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Right, but. Dude, that's crazy to think about as you're floating you have all those pounds of pressure just fucking on that ship. Yeah, no, it is is a wild thing to think about, you know. Yeah. It's definitely a bunch of men in tin cans. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. A bunch of nuclear seamen walking around hoping, yeah. hoping that pressure doesn't get them. Oh, man. I keep using buzzwords like nuclear, you're making me nervous, but of course, you know. Right. Everyone's worried about it. Everyone's scared of nuclear oh. technology. I'm curious as what you guys think about it. I always thought it was a pretty safe um, yeah, method to produce some power. I'm, because too, of some... I'm too stupid to know, to tell you the truth. Really? Yeah, I, I mean, mean, I think we need some other alternate energy source, for sure. Our energy sources aren't the strongest. Really, to me, I, I always heard like our biggest issue is storing energy. You know, finding a way to actually store energy for the best. Well, I mean, if we found an efficient way to store energy, we'd produce a lot less of it. You know, a lot of the energy we produce goes immediately to waste. Right, right. But I'm like, hydrogen engines have always fascinated me too. Oh yeah, where they use like electrolysis and then they convert it to uh, you know, water yeah. to hydrogen, oxygen, and then they you know have combustible hydrogen. Yep. Hydrogen is awesome. It scares me only because it burns in a spectrum that's invisible. You know, <laughs> that, that's freaky. Yeah. So help my friend, he's on invisible fire. Yeah, it's yeah. it's invisible fire. You know, it's a super explosive. You know, lower explosive limit of hydrogen. Well, what, is, like isn't 8%. nuclear power kind of the same thing? Because if it goes off, it's like a nuclear bomb. Well, you, all right, you think that, but the diff- the process of creating a nuclear bomb and the process of creating a power plant way different. Only in yeah. the sense that nuclear bomb has to have the reaction happen in a very specific way. The the. The, it's like held apart, isn't it? And yeah, like you know, like the, the fat man, little boy, like one was like a yeah. slug into a, a container, the other one was more of like a container around a slug. It, yeah. But either way you look at it, there's no explosives inside of a nuclear plant specifically to, you know, produce fission. Yeah, people jump to major conclusions. They hear a lot of the same words and then just assume things. Well, and but wouldn't it also radiate the place? Well, the radiation is, is one of those things where people are like real, you know, kind of yeah. like mysterious, right? So the amount of radiation I get a year is actually less than the average person's. Like if you guys just do what you normally do, even if you just sit in an office all day, yeah. you get more radiation than I do because there's so much shielding and I'm not being exposed to anything atmospheric, you know? So like water, it's an excellent shield for, right. for radiation. I only need a couple feet of it and that's 90% of the radiation gone. Yeah, so it, it goes down, and of course, the light is radiation. 
So the general idea about the further down you go, the less light you see in water. Yeah. If you go swimming in the lake and you go and you dunk your head under, you're already losing 50% of that light from the top. You're right. losing 50% of that radiation too. So he gets almost nothing. So what you're saying nothing. is we need to find a way to build sweet nuclear uh, plants underwater. Well, we already build plants yeah. where they're, they're submerged. Because typically we use things uh, called uh, moderators, right? So the, there's... I'm not going to go on and on on a tangent about how nuclear power works, but essentially there are technologies that we use today that will produce very little radiation on the outside. You go outside of a nuclear power plant right now with a uh, Geiger meter, you know, you go out there and try to measure all the radiation, you will find that outside of a coal power plant or a natural gas power plant, you will get more radiation there than you will a nuclear power plant. Well, that doesn't right. surprise me for some reason. And the other thing that you don't have to worry about with a nuclear power plant is everything has to be so well contained because the metals inside are so toxic to human beings. The controls we place on it makes it almost impossible for it to like escape, right? Because we just don't want that at any cost. Right. But in a coal-fired power plant, we've been doing this for literal decade or at this point, centuries, yeah. you know? And... Uh, well, this is why Chernobyl was such a big thing as those toxic chemicals came out. Right, and 60... They blew the roof off the, the plant, and then right. it came out. The elephant's foot. And we've learned so much from that. In 60 years of naval nuclear power, we have not had a radiological incident. 60 years... Can you shut it down? Or can you shut one of those plants down? <laughs> Absolutely. That we know of. No. that. So here's the great part about that. At least 25 years... You'd probably find something out, but the DOE demands that we have a complete and transparency with anything nuclear. So it's like, yeah, sure, I, I, there might be some black book somewhere, but I, I'm not aware of it, and I don't right. see a reason to it because like the systems I look at are so safe. Yeah, they're they're impossibly safe, bulletproof, and even in the '60s, they're like, all right, so this thing is pretty good at managing stuff, but how do we have a backup to that? All right, cool, that backup's pretty cool, but how do we have a backup to that? And then we go down these transits. So the point where it's like if a human has to touch it, you're doing it wrong. Right. We have to have it backed up so much to the point where the human, when he has to interact with this thing, he's got minutes, then, maybe then an hour. Do you, what do you do with this power? Like, do I plug that into my fucking car, fill it up, and go? No, or it's all it's all thermal it? energy. So like everything yeah. that you get from uh, a nuclear power plant is going to be converted to steam, and it goes through a turbine, and then that produces energy. Yeah, there's like really no difference. Except for the core between coal plants and nuclear plants. The nuclear heats up. It's heat heating up the water to do whatever, and then essentially steam from then on. Okay. And then coal does the same so thing. This it heats up the water. This is basically still an idea based way off the steam engines. Right. Which is crazy to think about, right? Yeah. We, we haven't moved we away haven't, from steam no. technology. It's We've the been same here right. basic concept. Right. We, we're still on that train. But that's because we got so efficient at it. It's yeah. crazy that we've perfected it. But yet, a, but yet a common, like in our cars, we don't. Right. For some reason, we got away from that in our vehicles. You know why we got away from that in our vehicles? Money? I don't know. No. We want to go fast. Oh, that kind of. But also, with speed comes a lot more, like a lot more higher pressure. If you want to go fast in your car, now you have to have this you know, canister pressurized at 3,000 pounds, and it's hot water and hot water at 3,000 pounds what you're looking at 600 700 degree water it comes out of that container the threshold for human pain by the way is about 140 degrees yeah so that water comes out it's, you're not gonna feel it it'll just burn you you know like you're just right. gonna die like 
there, there's you're not gonna there's no sensation there. You're just gonna lose whatever appendage has now touched this boiler water. Sorry. I guys. just thought about this. He's driving around in a, a subarctic giant dodo talking about speed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's turbo true. problems. Yeah, yeah. And how hot it gets. <laughs> how hot it gets. How cold it gets. It's. Right, how it shrinks and grows. How it shrinks and grows, and like how it's just a giant black thing that right. sneaks up behind you, you know? Right, if it bumps into you, you'll know it. Oh, yeah, you'll, <laughs> yeah, you'll, you'll know, know it. it. You'll know it. Gonna make me explode. But yeah, okay, uh, <laughs> so that's basically what they... I didn't realize that they basically fucking turboed it. I mean, that's kind of what you're doing. You're basically taking the nuclear energy, heating something up to blow a turbine to cool the fucking energy back down. Yeah, it's just a giant heat engine. I mean, we, yeah. we can talk about Carnot theory or Carnot's. Which is crazy that they use it. Like that's all the further we've gone. But but no, yeah. th- that's actually one of going back to one of the things that we talked about. That is the complete difference between nuclear weapons and nuclear power. Like I, we simplified it to you so you understood it, and there are still people that are going to be confused and think that the two of them are the same. Thing. Well, it's it's okay. That's no look at gunpowder. Might as well use that. You know, gunpowder goes bang and it can hurt somebody, but right. it probably could also be used for. Uh, if you want to use it in an internal combustion engine, yeah. you probably could. You probably could. So, so, Josh was telling me a story on the way in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Speaking of gunpowder, I yeah. want him to tell this story. If you okay. Don't okay. I don't even remember what story this was. <laughs> uh, I'm still drawing blanks. I know. Drew's not, Drew's not very descriptive and stuff like uh. that. Oh no, no. Okay, well, I mean, we can talk about this. I don't know if you do. You remember uh, the character that used to live in the attic? He he went by the Garth. The char- what? The, no, no, not not Garth. It was it was Chuck. So oh, okay. oh. so this, this is Chuck. All right, and uh, Chuck oh, that, was yeah, 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 yeah. yeah he's yeah. a smaller dude, blonde hair. Anywho's well, he lived up there. He wasn't the brightest, right? He, right. He's a young kid, you know. He just moved in, and he acquired a shotgun. All right, and was this when we were still there? I don't think you did. You guys live there when when Chuck lived there? Yeah. Um. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah you were definitely there. Anyways, so he has. I Chuck, said it was a bad idea. Yeah, he had a gun, and this guy barely had any brain cells to begin with. So he has a Not a good. firearm, and he's showing it off to his friends. I remember seeing this in his room. I was like, hey, man. You can show this off. Don't load it. Don't rack it. You know, I don't care what you think this is. It's not a toy. Right. This can hurt people. Right. You know, if you're going to do it, go down to the gun range we set up in the basement. Yeah. we. we <laughs> bad, bad idea anyway. I mean. If, 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 right. Not a good idea. Hey, do you guys know bullets bounce? Yeah. Ricochet, all this other stuff. But he could have done it anywhere. The brick right? was so soft. <laughs> I didn't hurt. But instead, he... House just falls over. So that, that was like the preface to the story here. Because later on, you know, it's me and uh, one of our other roommates. I'm just hanging out with him, watching TV, mm. having a good time. I got to go to work in like 15 minutes or so. So I'm just watching an episode of uh, Futurama, I think, and then I was going to leave. Yeah. Right? Futurama, amazing. Then we got this loud bang. And I'm like, oh, 
what the hell was that? Someone just kicked down the door, you know, like, is someone missing? Like, I don't know what's going on. So my reaction is like, I gotta go down there and find out what Jerry's upset about, you know? Right. <laughs> so I, I leave my room, and then the other guy's like, that was the police, I'm flushing shit. So he starts, <laughs> I just should totally constantly flush shit, and I'm like, I don't know what he's trying to accomplish there. Like, there's there's gallons of blood bags full of something trying to go down the toilet. <laughs> you know, I, I can't flush a basketball. Anyway, I'm... I'm going down there, like, looking for, like, a, a, a lamp or a baseball bat or something, oh, right. whatever, just broke down the door. And I go downstairs, and the door is shut. It's locked. I'll go to the kitchen. It's locked. It's shut. I'm like, what? What the heck's going on? I go upstairs, and, and the, the guy there is just like, oh, my God, is the police? And I'm like, no, there's nobody in here. He's like, oh, thank God. Oh, shit. And he, like, looked at all the stuff he had just flushed. Anyway. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, oh that's great <laughs> oh shit <laughs> i i immediately am like oh you know like maybe maybe drew fell maybe drew like had a really bad accident and just fell off the roof or something right. you know, I, I don't know what's going on i go to his room he's not here i look over to hinkle's room he's not here I look over the other guy's room no they're not there i'm like what? who the heck is here and then chuck comes down from the attic you know just walking down he's holding his head he's like oh man Oh, that was horrible. I'm like, what was that? And he's just like, uh, I'm like, did you just fire the gun off in your room? He's like, uh, yeah. I'm like, bro, I don't know how we're going to patch the fucking roof. He's like, I didn't blow out the roof. I'm like, what window did you shoot out of? Did you kill someone? He's like, I didn't shoot out of a fucking window. I'm not stupid. I'm like, you shot a gun in the house. Yeah, I was just like, stupid. <laughs> I was just like, well, well we shot the... Whose room did you go into? You know, because we've been in the hallway. I've been in right. Drew's room. I'm like, okay, so like, I open up Hinkle's room, and it's not Hinkle's room. I'm like, it wasn't our room because I'm alive and the other guy's alive. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, oh no. I open up the door to my room, and the plaster is still like settling. You know? <laughs> you just, I'm just watching it snow, and I look at my couch. I got pellets and and, and everything, and. My, my laptop, I have this like Lenovo laptop's all fucked up because <laughs> just like all the bird pellets just like enter it. I'm like, oh, oh god. god. And it's my favorite seat too, so like, I, I would sit there all the time. I'm just like, this is exactly how I would have died. <laughs> yeah. Dude, what, where were you? Did you, were you sleeping on the couch? I was literally in the room next to it. Me and him were literally sitting in this room next to it. And the only reason I wasn't in my room is because the night before we had a party. And my speakers were downstairs, so I couldn't use my projector or anything. So, because of that, you know, I, I was essentially saved by my laziness <laughs> to not bring my speakers to my room. Because, you know, of course, I would have been decapitated right. by the shot. Right. Oh, man, I can't even remember what we did with that. I, I'm pretty sure we just kept letting him have the gun because I didn't care enough to save myself. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure... Uh, Good old Chuck up there didn't didn't really care. Dude, I think he probably learned. He probably scared himself after that and never touched it. Oh, uh, maybe. <laughs> He's like, I thought red meant safe. I'm like, no, motherfucker. Red know. means dead, dude. Yeah, red means dead. Red, I thought red meant safe. Oh, why, why? When is red ever good? Well, here's the problem. Red is that. never a good color. Think you know? about this. If this kid was taught anything about gun safety, literally anything, before he owned a firearm, I'm going to stop the entire situation. Right. Yeah. So his parents never wanted to teach him anything about guns because they don't like guns. His parents were, were extraordinarily against guns. Right. So they, but I mean, even at the store, they didn't go over like a quick... Yeah, like a rundown of how it operates. You're right. Like, hey, here's how it operates. You want to know why? 
They didn't run them down that, that road and during the store. Oh, because you didn't buy it in a store. You didn't buy it in a store. <laughs> you, you don't have to buy a gun in a store anymore, you know, like, or a, anymore, ever. You don't have to get a $50 pistol in Youngstown? Yeah, that's, that's not true. impossible. Yeah. No, no. And he not. just trades his for a van. Yeah, I traded mine for a van, which I also acquired in a Dick's parking lot. <laughs> like, like it's dude we are fucking ghetto bros <laughs> i know we traded a gun for a van yeah. yeah i don't even is that allowed are you allowed to do that are you allowed to say what and are you allowed to legally trade that oh yeah of course you can sell yeah. anything you want as long as you like dictate it to the irs so you, the government you know gets a cut that's literally all you have to yeah, do that's all they care about yeah well, and, and well, with the gun, it would have to be re-registered to that guy. Or Absolutely, but I don't have a an FFL or anything like that, so I'm not selling this on mass scale. It's just one personal sale, right? So there is a bill of sale, and it was documented. Good, as long as we're all legal, bro. Yeah, like it, it was, but like at the same time, like you know, I, I didn't have to give it to to him like that, right? There's no tracking on this. There's not right. a GPS or something right. that's like, all right, now. You know, identify yourself as owning this firearm by pressing your finger here on this gun every month. You know, right. it's just like, right. there's no accountability with that. So, no. you know, Chuck could well, have bought I, I that think, thing anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's kind of the fun part about Youngstown was it's a wild west in a sense. Right. Yeah. It is very fucking dangerous. And I don't know how so many girls go there. Everything surprises you there, too. Yeah. Like, so many things that you just don't think would happen. Like, never in my life, I'm sorry to bring it up again, never in my life would I think that a fucking riot would break out on my front porch. Yeah. It was outside. It was, yeah, it was in the street. It wasn't, yeah. it never touched our lawn. Because I stood out on the porch with the axe <laughs> handle going, if they touch our lawn. Yeah, that's game over. Yeah, I'm getting shot, you know. CJ, am I going to start asking yeah, questions? Yeah, go ahead, go ahead, bud. All right, Josh, we're at the part of the segment where uh, we would like to ask you some, I like to ask you some yeah. smart questions uh they're designed to be 10 to 15 seconds each uh and just give us the best answer that you can if there are some parts in here that you can't talk about don't risk your life over it just, yeah, I got you. just right. tell us don't risk the biscuit uh what's the shittiest job on a submarine Ooh, oh, I think the, the answer to that is literal shit. So A-Gang, A-Gang is also known as Auxiliary Division. They deal with all the shit pipes, all the, the toilet clogs. I mean, like, everyone says it's, it's a really shitty job. There might be some other ones, but, like, honestly, that's pretty bad. But when you first get to a boat, indoctrination is FSA, Food Service Assistant. What you do for that is uh, you are essentially everyone's bitch for the galley. So, like, that's fine because, like, the way that everything is structured, right, you kind of have to have someone to serve drinks and, and do all this other stuff and clean dishes, right? You can't have, like, a dedicated person for that because, like, it doesn't take all day. It's literally for, you know, one meal, you know, here and there. Yeah. So the answer to that question is, hey, gang, but there's also other shitty jobs that you just do. And then on top of that, food service assistant, when we are talking about that, you get introduced to the entire crew. Right, because everyone sees you washing dishes. They, they, you know, you're obviously working in the food ser service area, and everyone eats. So right. they have at least one interaction where you're like, "Oh, hey man, thanks." Or if you go the extra mile of like, "Hey, I know what you want already," and you, know, you just make it for them. You know what I mean? Oh, so you get to pick what you want. Uh well, yeah, kind of. So like the the Is meals it like school lunch where they make nachos on this side and pizza on that side. Kinda. It's 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 a cafeteria style, you know, where the, where they feed you. But there's limited options for the menu, obviously, because they don't have a whole lot of space to store all the food. Right. 
You know, that's like the most, like, I don't know if you've read any stories about it, but the most limiting factor of submarines nowadays is not oxygen, it's not water, it's not fuel, it's food. Well, I mean, why not just feed you guys like a bunch of like candy, just high calorie food? Yeah, why wouldn't they, they feed you like something specifically designed to do that? Like MREs. Well, well I mean, MREs aren't like, they're not very healthy. Well, they, I thought they're high calorie though. Oh, well, they're I mean, super high we, calorie. We do yeah. get we do get food specifically designed for submarine duty. Now that, but it's more of your conventional meals, right? Like we still get mac and cheese, we still got chili right. and that sort of thing. It's just the types of food we get in the regular regularity is more for a balanced diet, right? Because you can just make a superfood like that, but it's also a quality of life thing. You know, like I don't know about you, but if I gave you a blue bar every day that tasted like hamburger, would you eat it? I mean, every day, yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah I, like, probably. I, I, well, I mean, like, it's just a blue bar that tastes like hamburger, and you have to eat it every day or else you die. Uh, yeah, I mean... You would I, eat it, but yeah. would you like it? No, well, you'd probably be depressed. Exactly, I so mean, quality of life. So if everything... It's like the bodybuilders that hate eating, because they have to eat so much to keep their muscles. Well, so the thing about submarines is that they explicitly get more food money, so they can have better food than a lot of other rates... Or a lot of other boats because it's a very strenuous duty and it kind of sucks. Well, it's so a, if we if we brighten it up with some good food, like it's like the number one way to like make someone kill themselves: isolate them, put them in a dark space, in tight confinement with hardly any personal items. That's like number one way to make someone depressed, and that's that's what they're asking you to do. So they're like, well, what's one way we can make them feel a little bit more homey? Yeah, yeah, so I'm not going to say the food's the greatest and you have the most variety, but they do have quite a bit of variety, and it's actually not that bad. That's cool. But the shittiest job is still A Gang, followed by Worst, worst food. Worst. What, what's, when they say this is this lunch day. Best and worst. All right, so the best is definitely hamsters. I know you're both looking at me like I'm... Uh, it's, it's, it's actually just like a... Essentially like a microwavable chicken cordon bleu. Oh, okay. Worst... I know this is like a controversial view in my community, but pizza day. Pizza day. <laughs> Here's the problem with pizza day, man. Just, <laughs> like, here's the problem with pizza day. It's <laughs> like there's not enough time to let dough rise and do everything that dough, you would normally yeah. do with dough. There's also not that much space, right? I mean, right. So they're gonna give you like a cracker pizza. It's not, it's not, they do their best. I, yeah. I would say like CSs probably are the most hard, well, one of the most hardworking rates out there. But they, uh, they definitely. It's, it's always a hit or miss on pizza day, man. Yeah. And then also, you know, you run out of stuff, you know, occasionally. So, you, but pizza, you can still make everything to make the crust, but you might run out of cheese, you might run out of sauce, and then you're just having these weird breaded, you know, pans Combos. of, yeah, random right. stuff. I mean, right. everyone like likes a chicken pizza every once in a while, but yeah. like every pizza's got barbecue sauce on it for no reason. You're kind of like, all right, man, I'm done. Right, right. <laughs> There's nothing to go with this. It's just barbecue sauce and cheese. Yeah. I'd much rather you just, like, oil my bread and just leave it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I'll just yeah, You're bread. Italian. Yeah, yeah. I, am. I do love my bread. <laughs> on to my next question here. Uh, since you don't get as good of internet service as you'd prefer, mm -hmm. uh, Pick one of these or maybe another one. Uh, your favorite. Uh, Playboy, Hustler, or Perfect Ten? Oh, man, so I have to say Playboy just because of my last name. <laughs> I have to say Playboy because of that. But honestly, like, 
Well, I think of magazines we got underway, and most of them are not like pornography. Like, we don't really have that being said. I also don't think Playboy does it anymore because their articles are pretty great. I don't yeah. know if you read the, the latest uh, 2020 August no. edition of Playboy, but that one's probably my favorite because I love retrofuturism. And they also <laughs> yeah. had an interview with the guy that played Jim on The Office. Oh, yeah. was that? I think he's John overrated. Krasinski. Yeah. I think he's very overrated. I don't get that. I don't get his face. <laughs> I really don't. Next question. Uh, weaponized autism. Yeah. Uh, what was his favorite part in Harry Potter? I think he said... Uh, oh, shoot. Now I got quizzes. My, my knowledge on Harry Potter right. here. Uh, you have the books. Yeah, but like I think he was talking about the, the Chamber of Secrets. Uh, there was a particular scene where they were, they were talking about like... Um, so eventually he went to go watch the movies and he was supremely disappointed by the Chamber of Secrets only because the, the scene where it like kind of depicted the battle between the serpent and Harry Potter did not go that way at all in the book, according to him. He was just like, that was beyond piss poor planning on the, the director's part to actually capture, uh, as like R.J. Tolkien, right? Or who's the author? J.K. Rowling. J.K. Rowling, there we go. Um, so that, that was his... his, uh, his Favorite part only because the, the movie differed so greatly from what he expected. Gotcha. Um, um, my next question here, you can use CJ if, uh, if you need a lifeline here. Uh, during our bachelor party, our entertainment, uh, do you happen to remember what shape it was shaped into? Uh, it was a landing strip. <laughs> I was a landing strip. Sorry. <laughs> I didn't know where when you were looking and what. Oh. What's funny is I sat behind Jerry, so I really didn't even get to see her. But I'm like, man, I've seen you naked so many times. Yeah, uh, I pretty much. I, I, that's why she like kind of put a show on for all you guys, and I'm just sitting back there. Well, when she got on top of me, she actually she well, she uh, went up a little higher than I expected when I was trying to shove money in her pants, and then uh, I went a little bit too far and I saw everything. So I was like, oh, okay, well then that's. That oh, she didn't get completely naked another for Jerry. I'm sorry. She did not. She wore the 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 red stripes. What? What's it? You said, "Oh, I'm sorry. Here's another dollar." Oh, no, <laughs> yeah. Oh man, dude, she gets like every time. That's a whole different story. But yeah, I'm surprised <laughs> you didn't get completely nude. Yeah, you were there. How do you not remember? Because oh, I sat behind him. I didn't. See, I literally yeah. didn't see shit. Yeah, no, that's fair. Yeah. But yeah, she was basically nude, but not entirely. Yeah. yeah. Then like. Then, like, after that, me and her bullshit, like, the whole night. Like, we were bullshitting after that. But, like, I didn't sit down and have a dance from her or anything. You did. You had a... Everyone kind of got one little dance from... Uh, from I don't think I did. Yeah. Yeah, everyone did. It was Jerry's move. He yeah, wanted everyone to end. sit down on the couch and get one. Yeah. I don't think I did, though. Yeah, you did. Yeah. I don't remember it. Because you were yeah, before you don't me. Anything, yeah. I don't even remember her leaving, dude. <laughs> I don't remember She didn't. She was slept with you last night. No, she didn't. No, you <laughs> slept with him. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. That happened. I, was say, I don't remember that. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. remember her bouncing. I remember I was in the hot tub, though. So, like, there's... I don't know why my memory skipped. Right around the 40s. <laughs> that's where it skipped. Funny, though, when Jerry had... Was center stage with her, and uh, he was going, I was like, oh, you know, it's hanging right in front of you there, like... Give it a little tap. Give it a little smack. Yeah. And everybody went off on me. Yeah. Well, okay. So normally you don't, you don't 
touch strippers like that, right? Or any sort of entertainers, right? I you don't smack her butt. I was gonna say she it. told you right at the beginning but, yeah. all of the rules. Yeah, I was gonna say, but it wasn't in her rules, and I was like, okay, that makes sense. So Jared was probably used to like a more aggressive strip club scene where it's like, well, Jared's never touch. been to the strip club. What? Jared, that was the first lap dance he's ever right. had, and we did it in the most comfortable space. How do I not space? know this with my own brother? He yeah, really, has never. never been he he oh said gosh. it right off the rip. Hey, you're welcome, guys. I mean, you did it on this bachelor party, so there you go. Uh, and then it, I think it was funny because Hinkle was really uncomfortable because he was like, "I don't know what to do since you know he's married now." Yeah. My wife didn't okay this. Yeah, yeah, yeah my, <laughs> that's what he was thinking in his head. Like, yeah, no one like, tell I, my I, wife. I'll, my wife plans oh, everything. I have to ask so, her. I have to call her so up right now and ask. When Jerry, when Jerry was getting the dance, he was sitting there like just trying to poke fun at Jerry to take his mind off of the naked stripper. Dude, he was like looking at his phone too. I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah, literally. She's going, focus. Well, focus. it's like, I, dude, at first it was like a couple of them didn't want to go to the couch to fucking get the shit started. And that's why I was like, okay, let's fucking go. I was like, listen, if she don't, if we're not paying her for another hour, she probably don't want us wasting her fucking time. Yeah, that's you true. Know? I, I don't know if you know this part. You might have been there. You were probably right beside me here. But when we, she came back through and gave everybody a dance, uh, she got up to me and uh, I looked at her. I was like, you do a very smackable butt. I was like, can I smack it? <laughs> and yeah. she's like, yep, go ahead. Yeah. Oh, wait, I've left hand prints on her several times. Oh, I'm sure, I'm sure. <sighs> Next question. <laughs> but that's why, like, so, like, the dance club in Greenville, much different rules than any other strip club I've ever been to. And it has got me in trouble because I just thought that was, like, how it went at every of them. And it's not. Keep your hands to yourself unless you were directed otherwise, you know. Next question. We'll keep these ones a little extra short here. Uh, favorite party we had at the Pink House? Your favorite party. Favorite party. Yep. Ooh. Okay. So this one's off the Sos and CEOs, not because of the theme, all right, but because there was one girl there that I had a huge crush on in high school, and I could see her in nothing but a miniskirt. I mean, nothing <laughs> dude, but a miniskirt. Miniskirt's hot. Dude. Awesome. Oh, hot. man. It was, oh it was phenomenal. Yeah. Mint. Mint. Fucking mint. mint. That's what, she mint. was she was asking about stuff before she came over and I told her I was like I told her if you could dress in a skirt that'd be hot. I thought she knew mini skirt, but she did. She gave her like a longer skirt. And yeah. I was like Damn. But yeah, my high school. Yeah, I was, I was fucking hook Mia some dude's bachelor. I tried to hook up everybody. Oh yeah. Next question. Uh perfect boob size in your opinion. Uh speak up. Yeah, because. that's mine too. Like just a handful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just about a handful. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we were talking about some how we would find things after parties, beer, and how it smelled like cigarettes and beer right. and stuff afterwards. What's the weirdest thing you found after cleaning up after a party? An additional toilet seat. <laughs> we it wasn't some, ours. It was not ours. <laughs> Someone just brought. <laughs> I don't yeah. know about this. Bro, yeah. bro, that is the most OCD motherfucker. <laughs> like, if I got a shit, I'm, I'm not sitting on that. Yeah, no, I, like, initially I was just like, maybe, because it wasn't one of those, like, uh, like hard ones. It was a soft one. I'm like, maybe they had, like, bad hemorrhoids. That, like, <laughs> right. or something. Like, I was just like, how the hell? Because I was looking around the house. I'm like, who would have, I'm like, I don't want to touch this thing because like, I, I've never seen like a, just a, a random toilet seat out there. But that was probably the weirdest thing. I asked Jared about it. I was like, what, what do I do with this thing? And he was so still drunk and hung over. He's just like, just throw it away. And I'm like, 
this is like a legendary item. I wanted to leave it as an icon. Like right. someone was put it in the know, case. Brought an additional toilet seat to the party. I, I've never seen that before. But yeah. Other than yourself, because you fell off the roof and roof and hurt yourself pretty bad. Uh, what is the most you've seen somebody get injured at one of our parties? The most I've seen yeah. someone. Uh, there was that one guy that that uh, tried to smash some glass and got it all embedded in his hand. Ooh. That was pretty bad because it was just like bleeding everywhere, but didn't care about it and just kept grabbing shit to like push the glass either in or whatever. Oh, there was shit. also that one guy that would cut himself as like a party trick. Oh, yeah, that guy. I, I mean, like, I don't know. Maybe it was just because he's my... no longer with us. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? He has passed on. Yes. Oh, what did he die from? It's cancer. He, the, the reason he did that, he had like a terminal disease, right? Oh. Gotcha. <laughs> If you had to pick a branch other than the Navy to be in, like you it, you have to be in the military, mm. but you can't be in the Navy, where are you going? Air Force. Yeah? Easy. <laughs> Air Force? Well, the only reason I say Not Coast Force. Guard? Uh, so, Coast Guard I wouldn't do, because everyone thinks that they, they do like almost nothing, but some of them, you know, actually are pretty pretty active, and then on top of that, with the... Well, you're dealing with the Coast Guard, you don't work for the Department of Defense, you work for Homeland Security. Uh, so whenever the government shuts down, you don't get paid. Mm. Those guys get really screwed over. The Air Force is very similar to the Navy in the fact that it's mainly a transportation yeah. branch, right? But also the technology they have is really advanced, and I'm sure I could find some rate very similar to the nuclear I field. With I, I could see you flying a drone and shooting people. Oh, yeah, sure. But <laughs> most of those guys are officers. A lot of those guys that are drone pilots and stuff, they, uh, they all went to college or something, went through the academy or whatever, yeah. and then... And well, they're that. pretty expensive toys. To yeah, they're, around with. they're really expensive toys. Right. My penultimate question here. Uh, we had talked about how you have uh, different people on the thing. Like, some days you go out at sea for 90 days and you need to stock up on certain things. And uh, I'm not too concerned about what you're stocking up on. But what is the craziest thing you've seen somebody stock up on? Have you seen somebody with, like, 82 logs of chew yeah so a lot of guys when they first get to the boat they'll stock up on just nicotine they, they don't bring anything for themselves but they, they bring a lot of stuff for other people because they just want people to like them and that's that's like an okay strategy sure but like most people really don't care what you give them like the gifts are nice don't get me wrong but if you're right. just enabling someone's habit like it's that's not really a way to make friends um but i, I think the craziest thing I've seen people like bring on board as far as like things that they have to do is a lot of women's like like perfume and a lot of women's uh, like soaps. Not necessarily because they want to be like smelling like a woman. Because they want to smell a woman. Right. They, yeah. they exactly. They're like it's a wife or something. Yeah. So. <laughs> it's funny because it brings about a lot of conversations like, man, you smell like I want to fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> that conversation comes up every once in a while. But like, you know, it's just a joke, obviously. That right. being said, a lot of them bring with their wife's soaps and whatnot just to like have something familiar. So that is right. some of the weird stuff that people bring underway that you don't necessarily think about until you go there. Now, Josh, my last question, and uh, if you would have listened to any of the other episodes before today, uh, <laughs> you would know this one whenever we have a guest. I ask, uh, what is your favorite drink? Or if you were going to suggest a drink to the viewers, uh, what their next drink should be, what should it be? And I wrote a down. I wrote down a guess. I wrote down a guess. I want to see if it's right. Painkiller. It's a mixed drink served exclusively at the Soggy Bottom Dollar Bar. 
Um, typically, it's made with like rum, coconut, uh, butter, and other stuff. Like it, it's really good, but yeah, it's a painkiller would be my my go-to recommend. Very nice. I said gin and tonic. Oh, okay. You went very basic <laughs> with it. I went. Oh, I thought you were gonna say rum and coke. <laughs> yeah. No. No. Painkiller. Yeah, it's it's a pretty cool drink. If you ever want to look up the recipe for it, I mean, it takes a little bit to get. But once you have all the supplies, it's really easy to make, and then uh, hell yeah, yeah, tastes really good. Yeah, I'm a simple beer guy. I ain't got all that. Time. You just wanted to use that. I did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you're done with all your questions. I am done with all my questions. You did that, Joshy. You got anything else you want to say? Uh, no, I think I'm good, man. Uh, I want to plug anything? Hey, yeah, you want to plug anything? Uh, I don't know. You selling anything? You creating anything? You no, uh, actually, to your viewers that might be in the the Charleston area of South Carolina, go to this place called the Sparrow. It's amazing. They have industrial music night every uh, every second Friday of the month. It's amazing. Nothing but gas masks and mini skirts. Oh, there you go, boys. <laughs> For all the like, see, Josh seems like a nice dude, but he's really fucked up. Dude, he just hit you and I both on the head. Me, cause I'm a pervert, and you, cause you like gas masks. You yeah, collect short them. skirts. Yeah. I do collect them. <laughs> I collect them all. Drew? Yeah. You ready to plug our shit? For sure. For shizzle. We're on Anchor, Apple, Spotify, and now Google Podcasts at the Lunch Table PBJ. That's probably how you're listening to us right now, so keep go ahead and doing that. It's very important. And to let us know that you want to keep seeing what we're doing. That got said right. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) We're on YouTube at the Lunch Table PBJ. If you want to see everything that's going on here, if you want to see some of the dumb stuff, you want to see his CJ's new haircut or something, that's going to be how you do it. Or the shirt that I wore to the bachelor party. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean to the wedding. Uh, uh, To the Coke Mountain in Florida. Yeah. Uh, um, Oh, yeah. Wow. It's not a mountain no more, it's a hill. We're on Twitter at Lunch Table PBJ. That's where we put up some of our polls, and that's one of the ways you can stay connected with us throughout the entire thing. Uh, we're also on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at The Lunch Table PBJ, um, as well as our fan page for the Munchies. Uh, any of those include different things, how you can stay in touch, how you can talk to other people, uh, how you can give us ideas about anything else that you want to add. Uh, and lastly, we're on Patreon at the Lunch Table PBJ. If you want to be that person that gives a little bit extra, that's how you do it. Like Nick Jones. Nick Jones. Nick Jones. That guy gives us a dollar all the time. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're like strippers. And he's yeah. stuffing that dollar. Yeah. It, Except for, I think, well, a lot of... Well, okay. Like, with, with the exception is, uh, you know, actually... I was going to say, first off, I did strip. Yeah. I was actually a stripper. Who did I give a lap dance? Were you? No, maybe. I don't know. Someone gave a lap dance to me. Yeah, I think it was me. Nah, I, Jerry gave me a bunch of money when I was done with it. I got, I, I was in it real quick and got out, boys. Okay. I got out on top. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's how you gonna do it. You got, did you get out on top or get off on top? Well, both. <laughs> <laughs> I got out so I could get off and not have to worry. You know what I mean? But, all right, uh, so, before we go, I guess the one thing I want everyone to know is if you're going to go ahead and throw a party for any of your buddies, especially if you're older, fucking plan it out. Plan it the fuck out. <laughs> that is my one piece of advice. Or pay someone else to plan it for you. Right. Yeah. 
Something. Planet <laughs> out. Thanks, Josh's assistant. Yeah. Also, you never Thanks, need man. that much alcohol. Okay? Everyone gets overexcited and brings bottles and bottles and bottles. You don't need that yeah. much. If you're going to go to a bachelor party, just, just go to a city. Yeah. Go to a city. Take that. Honestly, I think, I think the best way to do it would be party bus. No one else to worry. Party bus to party bus. Boom, boom, boom. In and out. You can probably invite some girl. If you find a girl or something, you can invite one along. Don't they make those with stripper pools now? Yeah. Actually, that's what I was telling her original plan might have been. Because I was telling Drew we should get a party bus and then have her on it. She was down for it. Hey, I ran the idea through. (laughs) We went the cheaper of the options. I had beer pockets. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Right. But yeah, that's my piece of advice. If you're going to fucking do that, plan it out. Because if not, it makes everything stressful. And your wedding day should not be stressful. Absolutely. Okay. So, always, Drew, thank you for always being here. Thank being you, here. Carl. You're thank welcome. you for everything that you did for this bachelor party, too. I know that I kind of uh, dropped it on you yesterday uh, while we were like up at 5 o'clock in the morning, still just fucking bullshit and talking about shit. But thank you. Thank you for everything that you And you, too. Like, you, you did a lot as well. Fuck, we're the three best friends I know we could have. Josh, thank you for coming on here, man. It's always a great time seeing you, dude. But thanks for what you do for our country, you nuclear son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and for the people, thanks for stopping. It's getting a lot more fun around here. Bo-bo-bo-bo. See ya.